0: I thought you were dead.
1: Get the sun out of your eyes and be yourself. I
2: heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic.
3: That man's dead back there. It was worse than dead.
4: It must be dead. Is this a dead man, Doctor?
5: Oh God! Oh
4: back from fucking oxycontin
2: jail this <laughs> yeah <laughs> i cut off your supply unfortunately tony hawk's oxy
4: those things are good
2: <laughs> i'll say <laughs> that i can see why people get addicted to them
4: holy fuck yeah. man all right that's that's how we're gonna start the episode i suppose don't do drugs unless you're hurt <laughs> unless you're prescribed them yeah, by doctor. Yes.
0: and then you turn into macaroni time in your own bed <laughs> exactly. you know what i'm saying <laughs> understand go to jail
1: get fucked by yourself yeah then do drugs yeah <laughs> Well, oh,
0: prison wallet. Welcome to roast mortem. That's it so far. <laughs> I'm Tom. <laughs> I'm Travis. I'm Mike. And I'm Connor. Tonight we got a we got a cop
3: in. Okay, I think we have to disclose that tonight from the thought cop. I think legally, otherwise people uh, they this episode can't be used as evidence. Right. I think. Yeah. So just in case, Grant Grant Mooney,
0: thank you for joining us. Yes. Long time Hello. coming.
3: Woo. Welcome! Yeah, welcome welcome to the the show. Been, uh, it's only been uh five years, I think, since we've been trying to set this up. So glad to glad to be here.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry that we don't know how to have guests on. We really don't. We're very <laughs> bad neither, at it. Neither do we. You only so. have guests on every episode.
3: Yeah, and we're still bad at it. Oh, so okay. it doesn't matter. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Um,
0: listen. We, you know, we do the how is your week?" thing, as everyone knows who listens to the show. But I grant I want you to talk a bit about your show and then talk oh, about your yeah, week. Okay. I, want, I want people to know you first,
3: because I know. All right. You. Yeah. So okay,
0: just tell tell me how are you feeling right now? What's going on?
3: I'm I'm feeling okay. Good. I I'm sorry for anybody that's uh, listening to this that doesn't know who I am and that uh, I I have an affinity for silences and uh conversational hiccups and uh (laughs) so uh yeah i do a show called thought cops it's been uh five years running uh it's me and my good friend kevin potis uh who if you're following in the news he was recently dunked on by elon musk who uh found out that uh kevin was blocking him and uh that ran for a eight-hour cycle on twitter which was pretty cool uh we talk about just whatever's trending online in the news and we have a thorough discussion about uh the happenstance that uh has created the culture of online discourse that uh you know we all partake in in one way or another and uh that none of us are immune to. And so you you get into the thick of it and you talk about the the good things, the bad things. Some might say the ugly things. Right. Oh, let me And ask, let, just let me ask weekly, you. we yeah. just weekly just shove episodes out. They're not even good. We just, yeah. just shove them out there. It I doesn't think even good. matter. I think they're no, good. They're you guys good. are
0: fun. I, I gotta ask, though, since you, your whole show cops, like you guys are policing the internet. Have you ever right. shot any unarmed
3: black thoughts?
0: <laughs> um... <laughs>
3: Well, there's the rapper Black Thought, and uh, we haven't had him on, but uh, we would like to get him. Yeah, uh, that would interesting be guy. Um, how how many more no. times are you going to have
2: Ken Bone on? I mean, you guys are like I best mean, buds. We have now. a
3: working relationship with Ken yeah. Bone. Oh, man. What a legend. He's a deputy yeah.
1: sheriff, it seems like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes.
3: Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, he, he gets his own red phone that uh, we <laughs> dial him up and he just picks it up no matter what. Got to go to the bone zone every once in a while, you know? Got, sorry, wife and kids. I got a podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Awesome.
0: Yeah, uh, show's a lot of fun. Check it out. Now, even more importantly, how was your week,
3: though? Specific? Oh shit! I don't know. Fine. <laughs> all right,
1: fitting right in. That's good. Hell yeah!
3: Yeah. Um, I, like, I, I don't know. All right. I didn't prepare for. I don't know what I did. I can't remember. It's just like life sucks, and you just you wake up and you you do th- and like the the past two years has just ruined my brain, and I don't I don't even know what. <laughs> The past week is, amen, brother. Yeah. I don't Very know true. what the pa- like. I don't know how long ago the week was like that. Last week? Do you mean last year? I, I don't know. I I, I did I mean the last know five what that years, years,
0: actually. Yeah, but uh, no,
5: I, I hear <laughs> you. I hear you, man.
0: All right, uh, Mike. Actually, we haven't seen you in quite some time. It's yeah. been like a month and a half. Yeah. How has been your month and a half?
4: Uh, pretty terrible. <laughs> good. Oh, nice. Uh, I have no more money. Is so far, so good. Yeah, this is really a good way to launch this. Yeah. I love Oxycontin. Nice. No more money. <laughs> Very little island. I uh, almost died today in a car accident. Yeah. Some dude tried to make a left. Like, he had no chance of making it. We almost, like, had a head-on collision. Somehow, it fucking... Skrr, and I was using Oxycontin reflexes oh, yeah. to avoid I like, it. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's I was so relaxed, I saw it coming. I was like, holy fuck. And, uh, Dude, you yeah. almost
2: made out with another car? Yeah, basically. Spirit of the I, month right now.
4: I should have fucking, fucking hit him in hindsight, because I get a lawsuit, get my leg fixed again, not to pay this time. we get the other leg fixed. Yeah. I need yeah. that one fixed, too, yeah. as well. Get so. a third leg grafted on there. Yeah, I get a, a, yeah. a penis yeah. attached to me Just for once. as many legs <laughs>
2: as you need. <laughs> yeah. 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 Buy yourself the best Razor scooter on the market.
4: I really fucked up today, I'll say that. So... So you'll be
0: up and walking in about a month from
4: now after your ACL surgery, correct? That's like, it's like, like fucking six months or something like that. <laughs> All right, oh my congratulations. God. It's terrible. Look take right. care you of your body, him, everyone. Did yeah. you
2: roll him down the stairs to get into the Basically, show? he had
0: to shove me through the window <laughs> over here. Bro, yeah. I was, <laughs> I was to go grab some beers down the street, and Mike's like, "I'll come with you." I'm yeah, like, dude. It took you like. Three minutes to get the driveway. We gotta be back here in a half hour.
4: I oh, like a challenge. You gotta, you can't baby this shit.
0: No, I straight up dunked on you. I said no, you stay hey, here. He gave me you stay here. The
4: wall. Psst. He like everyone else, just fucking shitting on me. Connor, how's your week? <laughs>
1: My week. Um. Well, sorry to be the upper to these two downers, but I had a great week. <laughs> well, all right,
4: thanks, Connor. Loser. I know.
1: I. <laughs> uh, I went to. I went abroad. To the great nation of Canada. Oh, sick. Tight. Yeah. Woo. Uh, went to the Formula One Grand Prix. What? And, uh, watched the cars go vroom. It was great. That's dope. Lots of fun. Awesome. Yeah. Any, Any accidents? accidents? A few. Uh, the, the best accident of the weekend was when, uh, so before the F1 race, they have like other like lower tier races, and mm-hmm. one of them was a, the Ferrari Challenge, so it's just Ferrari dealers who pay an exorbitant amount of money to race their cars around the
2: track. Amazing. And then they wrecked each other, and it's like, yeah, you fucking losers, millionaires. <laughs> yeah.
1: Just, that was great.
2: Yeah. With the Ferrari Challenge, were they allowed to have tools, like in Mario Kart? Were they throwing poutine out of their window? <laughs> <laughs> Not that I could see, but um, maybe there was a
1: little, little of that going on in the, the paddock, in the pit lane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always amazed by the tires. Like you gotta just keep swapping those bad boys out. Yeah, they're huge too. Bigasta, man. Big boys. Yeah, I just keep going. Hey, you got
3: to switch them out, throw them straight into the ocean.
1: Yeah, yes. Well, it's nice. There's a river next to the track in Canada, so they just good. roll them yeah. off into the river. Yeah. Fuck yeah, it. And watch it's them go away. And they
0: go fishing for waffles in there.
1: Oh yeah. They call them whale lifesavers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I go for some lifesavers right now. Very sick. Hey, it was good. Love that. It was good. Tom, how was your week? It's great. I was in Boston. Nice. Wicked sick. Yeah, very
0: sick. I went to a Brazilian wedding. You were in Canada, too? (laughs) Yeah, I was in Canada as well. The armpit of America.
1: It was was cold. Very cold this time of year. June. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. (laughs) Mid-June. That's the famously cold season in Boston. (laughs) Yeah. Is a Brazilian
3: wedding kind of like a normal wedding, but you roll around on the ground and...
1: Grab people by the belt. Okay, you'd put be in an arm surprised. <laughs> you'd be surprised how accurate. That or is race. everybody uh, an off-duty cop with a gun? Because that's what most Brazilian videos I see end up with.
0: Uh, that uh, so only the groom.
1: Okay, um, <laughs> he was he was ready to go,
0: but he's Haitian, so it was like a mix. Um, yeah, the, I don't know. Apparently, Brazilian weddings they don't hire DJs; they just hire a friend. <laughs> so that was a pain in the ass. Um, Did he have like an original like iPod? Uh, no wheel. he had a, he had an iPad and he was doing like a a singing along to the songs while playing guitar. Ah, uh, that's what. This uh, was pretty lame. Um my wife recommended he play uh, Samba de Janeiro, the song from Samba de Amigo. I'm sure everyone knows that one. No. Uh, oh, classic. Yeah. yeah. A great I don't know, one. if you heard it, it's if you know the song, it's uh, it's classy, but he put on a a um a hard style version of it, like some kind of uh, breakdown. Yeah, like Polish bar mitzvah version.
5: Oh. Yeah, one of those.
0: That was a lot of fun. Nice so gosh. that that he just turned off halfway through the song. It was <laughs> transitioning between songs. It was just like that song's over. <laughs> Next now. song found it. Found no Mamo song. number five. But it was, uh, no, none of that. That's bullshit. No, there's like uh, Brazilian DJs and producers, they write songs to keep the women fit. I figured it out and they love it. Like they have hundreds of Macarenas. They all they know all the what? dances. It's very strange. Uh there was one song where all the ladies in full dress were doing push-ups. <laughs> that's part of the dance. Yeah. It's just they're just
1: that's not a joke. I, I looked over. And there's,
0: there's six women
1: just doing this. It's like, like if pull, the cha-cha slide had a baby with a Peloton instructor. Like, well, like, yeah, like, <laughs> they're,
3: wild. There's, like, there's a Kanye song that's like that. I can't remember it, but I just know that there's like a Kanye song where it's like, oh, the women's workout song. Here's how to like be fit if you're a woman. But apparently that's just Brazilian culture, you're saying. <laughs> Pretty just, much. Yeah. yeah. Basically, he stole that idea is I, what you saying
0: I think so I think he probably picked it up off Kreu uh, which is one of their songs It's uh, pretty insane there's a dance to it everyone knows it it's a really long dance I don't know
1: how they know it but or they just learn it by osmosis uh, It's just perhaps sinking in
0: who knows it's in the sugary drinks or mm-hmm. in the meat who knows <laughs> Travis oh, the,
3: the song is called The New Workout Plan How did I how could I possibly forget <laughs>
5: Classic <laughs>
3: It's Yeez. the new one
0: the yees Travis take me away from Brazil
2: I'm gonna take you away to Brazil to space yeah, cause I'm that's ta- where I've been take me all week th-
0: that's what you're doing with your week
2: I've just been lost in space dude I'm like a hardcore spaceman. are you smoking weed now Travis uh, I'm smoking DMT at least five times a day to get on this level that's fucking lit yeah dude I'm almost there with you with the oxies, dude I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I've just been doing a lot of research. I uh, am working. That's very interesting. Very interesting week. Very. Yeah. All right. And I'm ready to teach you about what I learned this week. All right. Tell us, Travis. <laughs> All right. So, to preface this episode, I'm going to do a little intro here from our subject. From the largest of the red giants orbiting the galaxies hundreds of thousands of light years across to the single-celled organisms that engage in vicious microcosmic ecosystems of prey and predator operating on the most minute scale scale that we're unaware of that warfare is happening right on our foreskins, right? This warfare on a microcosmic level. We're all made of tiny shrimps just juddering around and forming all the materials of the cosmos. That's what science is, dude. It's a study of shrimp. Uh, oh, so that's why Travis picked this guy. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Tonight, yeah. Tonight, we are roasting the most famous astronomer in history, argu- arguably, Carl Sagan.
3: I thought you were going to say Neil deGrasse uh, Tyson. That would have that, been a that fun would...
1: way to learn that he died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If Travis just started doing an episode of him right now.
2: Man. <laughs> Well, he may have not been a Galileo or a Copernicus, uh, he was around at just the right time, at the right, uh, right place and time in history to cement his place amongst these greats. I feel like everyone knows Carl Sagan, right? He's got a I've seen map. his memes. I've, only, I've never watched the show, but I've seen the memes on the internet. That is one of the reasons why I decided this was a good episode to bring Officer Grant in, because you're a meme expert. I, I, uh, that's very embarrassing. Uh,
4: it's a meme enforcer.
2: You're a meme enforcer. I mean, you have to come across it when you're on the beat of the internet, right? That's very like, uh, early 2010s, yeah.
3: uh, Reddit advice animals, like <laughs> r slash atheism in this moment. I'm euphoric type shit, but, uh, I mean, I, I, whatever. I know he's a guy he's, uh, he was friends with Neil deGrasse Tyson, uh, He uh, died. (laughs) That's that's all I know. All right. Well, I'm glad that it was
0: a a genuine reason why they had Neil deGrasse Tyson in in the Cosmos remake. And it wasn't just like, you know, let's get a black guy in there. It was like a real reason.
5: (laughs)
2: He was his, yeah, uh, yeah. his protege. Okay, that's good. S- s- sort of. I mean, he drove him to a, to a bus stop. But they murder someone, Travis? Some <laughs> he shit? was not his protege. <laughs> he <Yeah>. drove him <laughs> <through laughs> to the bus stop.
1: I'm getting ahead of the story. Sorry. Yeah, pull this <laughs> back.
2: Yeah, go Travis. ahead. Uh, so, yeah, when I was kind of like, I didn't really know too much about Carl Sagan. I thought he was more of like a Bill Nye TV presenter scientist. Like, I knew he was a professor at Cornell, but I didn't realize that Carl was like so influential in the American space race. Until I started doing this research. I always just thought he was like a pop scientist. You know what I mean? Like we have so many of those kind of today. We right? only just... have those now. Well, I mean, I'd imagine the guy at CERN that like brings lunchables uh for lunch every day and no, like looks at no, Hentai. It's all it's yeah. all
3: political. The guy at CERN that's that's Obama shit. Uh, all right. <laughs>
2: Obviously. Okay. Obviously. <laughs> Tell him. Um so, Sagan would uh, pack in a total of 22 honorary doctorates. That's more than our boy uh, Einstein. Sheep. More than our boy Kanye, too,
3: Did, who no, also no. has an honorary doctorate. From and, where? And Moby. I don't know.
4: And <laughs> Moby. Uh, no, Moby <laughs> earned those doctorates. Yeah, he really
0: he really sampled his way into yeah, those doctorates. He's a vegan. <laughs> uh, True. True. That's good. Well, hold so, on. Can I, I have a theory on that one. Yeah. Sagan has more doctorates than Einstein because they invented more bullshit
2: subjects. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Not Einstein, true. there was like five subjects. He they could were like study. math, science, yeah. history, different. Now it's Not,
0: like all these things like political science, science of politics, uh, science of math. Creative writing. You
2: here I'm going with this. <laughs> if you went to NYU, you could just there. Isn't they have a course where you could just make up your your doctorate or your yes. major? I like heard a just- masters
0: uh, a masters in the Beatles. What? So uh, yeah,
3: that's awesome. That's a great way to Sick. just dude.
0: We should be forgiving student debt faster. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, from what I understand, uh I went to Oxford once on a tour bus that uh dropped us off for an hour and said, "Fuck off, go to a bookstore or something. We don't we don't want you here." Um and I think in Oxford you just you don't like go to class and like get a grade, you just go, "I want to study uh uh, uh uh this pen <laughs> you go i want to study this pen and it's all just like self like it's not like the traditional like what we think of as like college it's like you do your own fucking research and you you do oxford you, you do pen let's yeah, go right. resume yeah you do pen
0: we, we could get into this all day i mean yeah this is and I mean, we will And we're yes. going to
2: yeah so yeah we, let's so let's let's, let's jump right in it. yeah we're jumping in let's do our usual roast and we're gonna start uh just we got to jump on that train that hype train that's pretty much almost over even though the war. Carl is
3: still going you are so ugly <laughs> yeah we gotta jump. On- listen to the show in a while
2: i forgot how you you go <laughs> that's it yeah he's an ugly asshole we're jumping on the hype train the war isn't over but let's talk about ukraine dog we got to get those numbers up we got to put up our flags Oh, I, yeah. mean, I feel like people forgot the war is still going on, but that, I, it, you know, it was never know. a war, it's a conflict. Okay, <laughs> yeah. who cares? Police action, right? <laughs> yeah, that's no, a, we um, got a, a cop here, a scuffle. Uh, so, our story starts in the Ukraine with Lieb Guber, who was <laughs> Carl Sagan's maternal grandfather, uh, when he violently murdered a man with his bare hands in Sassov Village. <laughs> that's <laughs> oh, sick, that's yeah. Cool. There you go. This is way more exciting
1: of a start than I thought we'd get.
3: Yeah. (laughs)
1: Good or bad. I
3: was all against uh, Russia trying to reincorporate into Ukraine until I heard that there's a guy in Ukraine called Lieb (laughs) (laughs) Goober.
2: Take it, Vlad. Yeah. (laughs) Get him out of there. (laughs) So uh, while uh, it was said that this uh, killing was uh, honorable who's uh, defending his honor or whatever. Sure. The, br- the brutal killing forced Lieb to flee to the New World. Goober dressed land. as a... W- yeah. <laughs> yeah, he had to flee to the New World dressed as a woman in 1904. And okay. what a better place to settle than the Lower East Side. Progressive. Yeah,
0: that, this all... Si- he didn't well. have to do it dressed by a woman. We know that. <laughs> also, Lieb, what a weeb. Talking about honorable <laughs> killings. Wow. Like a woman.
2: <laughs> Lieb the Weaver. Yeah. <laughs> Lieb the Weber. Lieb's daughter, Rachel, uh, she was the lucky one because he had another daughter that he just orphaned. He just like gave it up to an orphanage, uh, would eventually marry uh, Samuel Sagan. And the two of them uh, made a home in Bensonhurst, Brooklyn. And in, 19, or in uh, no, on November 9th, 1934, Carl Edward Sagan dribbled out into the world. Well, the family definitely got the names right. Went from
1: Lieb to Rachel and then to Carl, which is <laughs> yeah, yeah. good
2: progress. It, Pretty close inter- to Jersey. Interestingly enough, Carl had a very, you know, when they're like the craze was to name your kid, what like Aria and people from Game of Thrones. The Edward is just named after like Prince Edward, because he was really popular at the time. <laughs> is that the no. King's speech one? Uh yeah, right? Mm, no. The one who advocated. That yeah. was Someone, it wasn't Edward. Then, no, I don't know.
1: Wait, now, now I'm confused.
3: Prince At Edward first, was like, well, a lot of, of them. But now I don't really well. W- yeah.
2: we don't need to. You know what? This In the
3: out. the fact that these people they're born with a certain name and then they're like, You're king now, and they're like, Choose you, choose your name, and they're like, I'm gonna be Edward the 80th. And it's like, Why didn't you just choose a different name?
1: Yeah, yeah, you would be King Lieb the first. <laughs>
3: King, <laughs> King lasagna King, too. King friggin' Leroy Jenkins. That's <laughs> what I would be. But to bust into this world.
2: Be a monarch. Continue trapping. Now, 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 Carl is what you'd imagine as a nerdy scientist boy growing up, right? He had his stamp collection. He wowed his teachers using his gray matter. He even skipped a few grades. And of course, he was a huge fan of Edgar Rice Burroughs. You may remember that terrible Disney movie that no one asked for that came out about a decade ago, John Carter of Mars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. So, uh, Edgar Rice Burroughs wrote this. He was a sci-fi writer, and he wrote all about these fantastic civilizations that lived on Mars. And this was, like, around the turn of the 20th century. Yeah. So,
0: John Carter was, like, that was a series of books. Yeah. That was, like... You know, people think they're cult when they talk about the Dune books, and it's just like, no, nah, John Carter. That's
1: that's
2: that, the original. Yeah, that's well, the
0: OG. Like, it's more. It was more fantasy based. It was more akin to like Star
3: Wars. Yeah, yeah, it
2: was like because I think he also wrote Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, so it was sick. basically just it was Conan on Mars. That's dope. You know, yeah. I'm hearing
3: I'm hearing John Carter. I'm thinking, is that the name of the next uh, Lil Wayne album? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what do you got for us? You're up on your hip hop.
4: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> <What? laughs> don't put Mike on the spot. The Zoc- <laughs> he's out of the. I'm, I'm, <laughs> the I'm, I'm practice. <laughs> <coming> back. Flashbacks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what acid I you? Uh, uh, that's why. That's why I thought it was so weird that John Carter came out like ten years ago. Because like, literally, the only people that like know of this character were like in their nineties. <laughs> yeah, they don't care. You know, You're thinking of Coach yeah. Carter, that movie with Samuel Jackson? Like, yeah, everyone who, who read that book was, is busy watching Fox News, as they should be. <laughs> or thanking a World War II veteran. Uh, so the family moved to Jersey in 1948. Carl didn't really like Jersey too much. I mean, you know, it's Jersey. But uh, he didn't have to spend too much time there because he graduated from high school at the age of 16 in 1951. And you'd think that this per- this person would be like the val Victorian of his grade or whatever but he fucked up by writing an essay that was sponsored by the Knights of Columbus about the disastrous effects of a supposed alien race visiting earth and he compared it to Columbus and the native americans so he like didn't really read the room cuz the Knights of Columbus were like
1: eh,
2: you shouldn't on like- Columbus to Columbus's boys <laughs> yeah Awesome.
3: that's pretty woke. So far, this is the wokest story I've heard in uh, uh, since I saw the new uh, Lightyear light movie. <laughs> Was that an hour ago?
2: Yeah, sure. <laughs> I read the Wikipedia. I don't know. I can't Carl's- wait to watch that in 3D. Carl's super woke. Um, now, Carl had a hard time finding a college at the age of uh, 16. Uh, ultimately, he ended up at the University of Ni- Neo-Chicago. Grant, uh, did you uh, yeah. did you set him up? Your great Grant... No, Grant, I wasn't alive back great then. Great Grant genetics.
1: <laughs> Wait, Neo-Chicago is the name of a school? <laughs> <laughs> is that what you I, said? I have no idea. It's it's weird, I don't know universe. anything
3: about Chicago. Yeah, the University of Neo-Chicago. <laughs> Chirac. Is that a thing? Is no, that what you, you
2: <laughs> I yeah, yeah. The, the the college is well, in see, it's
3: in that bean, right? Cause see, what happened is um, a nuclear weapon had destroyed <laughs> Chicago two, <laughs> and so they created uh, Chicago three, which is colloquially Neo Chicago. Oh. This is the third iteration uh, of it, and I mean the the scientific experiments that they do on children here, <laughs> trying to like create a universe inside of a
2: child, like it's just like, what are you doing? <laughs> Yeah, that is <laughs> fucked up. We yeah. got other problems. Yeah, bigger fish. So he's at the University of Neo Chicago. <laughs> yeah, post nuke. Um, he's uh on the basketball team. Scott, he knows science. He's dribbling. He's shooting hoops, dude. You said he dribbled out of his mother. Yeah. <laughs> so he's literally wow, he's just born, 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 born to hands. yeah, born to drib. born to born to ball, ball with the ball. Was he
1: tall, Carl Sagan? He's about I was picturing him as a
2: short guy. He was about six foot. So uh, he's not like he's short, short, but you know. It's a like 1950s, m- though. He's he might like, be a giant. Yeah, yeah. This is, yeah, this is also the 1950s where the basketball team is entirely white. Not so, fun. Yeah. Not fun at all. Yeah. Uh, he had a very thin neck. Hmm.
0: Intimidated by people with thin necks.
1: <laughs> they freak you out.
0: <laughs> yeah, because they look like they want something.
2: That's it. Now that's all. Carl was very. You know, I remember he's a space boy, but he's very interested in biology, and it lands him a job as a lab assistant for a dude, dude named Herman M- Mueller, who was a eugenist. First of all, and uh, his job was uh, zapping flies with an X-ray machine to oh, make sick. super flies. What? <laughs> that's pretty dope. That's really great. Yeah, that's a cool ass yeah. job. And, well, uh, Carl's job specifically, that was, like, what Mueller was doing. Carl's job was to separate the flies into two sexes and determine if they were virgins. I don't know. (laughs) That's an interesting job. I'm going to lie. Are these flies fucked or are
1: they a bunch of losers?
2: Yeah, right. Someone's angry no pussy. Let me see that that fly purity ring.
1: We only want chads.
0: (laughs) Only the chaddest of flies will get our zaps. (laughs) Do flies have
2: dicks? Yeah, how's that work? The vaginas and dicks how are they? I, fart? I, I know they throw up on their food before they eat it, like I do. Yeah, do well, like- that's not an answer to the question. <laughs> <laughs>
3: do they have like cloacas? Here's a different fact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: those are facts.
0: Sure yeah, we get a lot of that on this show. That's for sure. But um, well, that's that's uh, I guess that's pre-automation or the idea of automation, because like the other guys just hitting the go button on. The X-ray, correct? Yeah. Zap. Sorry. And, right,
2: cool. and they're looking and they could, for that.
0: And they couldn't separate mm. them beforehand into right. sexes.
2: They just had to. Here, we got the flies. Well, Sorry. Yeah. 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 Right. Making that super fly. It's awesome. So Sagan was always into thinking outside the vo- box. And uh, he uh, was convinced that all the figures in the Bible were, in fact, alien visitors. He was, uh, and he was also very wrapped up in the UFO fever. This is the 1950s, so you know. You when was sh- uh,
3: when was L. Ron Hubbard writing Dianetics? Was that like the 60s, 70s? Yeah, the 70s. We,
2: yeah, we covered him. That so was he's like a pioneer.
4: 60s. Yeah. Yeah, well,
2: I mean, he. There was one story where he was in a diner with his friend, and he just started screaming that, this is Carl Sagan, that Jesus was an alien just in the middle of this diner, and everyone's like, I don't know, this is back when you probably get lynched for saying something like that, you know? How old was he at this point? 18?
3: Uh, th- I, I forgive it. <laughs> yeah, You can be 18 and, like, have an outburst like that, that's fine. If he's, like, 25 and he's like, oh, Jesus is an alien, it's like, uh, maybe... Uh, uh, maybe let's look into a uh, sanitar- sanatorium... <laughs> Yeah. Where you send the crazos. Yeah, that's a good point. Jesus was a mushroom.
2: Uh, Well, yeah, but I think... That's
3: that's, uh,
2: entirely true. Exactly. (laughs) Only facts here. I think by the time he was 25, he kind of reeled in this UFO thing because he was introduced to the Fermi paradox. We're going to be talking about a lot of, like, uh, I feel like... Fermi paradox and like a whole bunch of these different terms are very like pop science. You turn on YouTube and you're going to see somebody explaining the Fermi paradox to you. Basically that if there's a bunch, if, if the universe is so big, where are all the aliens? That's not very. And is that a reticular space yeah. <laughs> system? No. no
4: yeah.
3: Well, nowadays kids can go to YouTube yeah. and look up uh, the Fermi paradox. I I grew up next to Batavia, Illinois, where I could just bike down to Fermi lab and ask them about the aliens. Oh, uh, is that a regular thing in your neighborhood? Yeah, you just bike through. You just go to the Fermi Lab. Nice. Oh and shit! It's, well, it's Just out there. And there,
0: there's a guy out there answering your question? So what do he say? Yeah,
3: Antonin Fermi. He's a, he, <laughs> he's a he
0: started it, but he's the janitor now. And <laughs> well, yeah, on, and tells you old I, timey retired. stories. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, rakes the leaves. Uh, Travis, tell me more about this young alien man Carl, who's who's currently under the influence of the truth.
2: Yeah, Carl's roommates found him to be an absolute brat. He wouldn't pick up anything in his apartment. Uh, He expected them to cook for him um, because he said his mind was too busy with bigger things. Uh, I love that. That's hilarious. Great roommate. (laughs) My mind's a garden. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ.
0: Connor, you don't pull any shit like that. You have one of the biggest heads I know, and you still don't say things like that.
1: That's true. Also, to me and my big head, quick side note, couldn't find a hat that fit me at the uh, Grand Prix. Couldn't find one. Yeah, they, none they of they don't be your size. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> the yeah. amount of the smarts in
0: this kid's brain, oh my gosh. That's a small, kid. I mean, full-grown man. Smaller heads in Montreal, I guess. Yeah, tiny little ones. Well, all right, so Carl Sagan's floating around, he's like, ah, I'm not even going to fold my Turtlenecks. You're going to have to do it for me. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, Carl's studying. He's bi- got to protect his neck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he does have a pretty fucked up neck. Uh, we'll, we'll get into that. Very slender. Uh, yeah. So Carl, <laughs> Carl was uh, studying biology. But like I said, he always wanted to be an astronomer. So he decides to major in physics. Um, and he stud- studies with other science physics uh, titans. This guy Harold Huel and uh, Gerard Cooper. I don't know who they are, but those are, uh, if you're a physics person. two guys from Breaking Bad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Perfect. While doing his post-grad in 1956, he meets the girl of his dreams, Lynn Alexander, a bright young girl. And by that, I mean a girl, because she was 16 and Carl was 24. Oh. Well, was she cooking for him? (laughs) Yeah. It was different Uh, back then. Way different back then. (laughs) Yeah, way,
4: way, way different.
2: Everyone was more mature. (laughs) <laughs> so, so lynn lynn was uh not, not doing a lot of cooking for him because lynn was a bio anthropologist um, oh, and shit. would actually become a world-renowned scientist in her own right actually getting more accolades than carl sagan but right now is all about you know getting was that. she
3: on pbs though mm, Nah,
2: is she the dolphin lady uh, I, we're going to be talking about dolphin man. I don't know. Okay. Oh, I was a dolphin s- man. I know this guy. <laughs> this guy. Right. Is- I- oh. We'll
1: find, we'll find oh, out. If- dolphin lady. That I'm yeah. We got about. Okay. Fun
2: dolphin tales. Hopefully. <laughs> the yeah. Yeah. On the same page. yeah. I think we are, but this, I, you're, This is an actual scientist, not a dolphin enthusiast. Yeah, no, (laughs) I know.
1: Oh, Oh,
4: there he is.
2: Uh, That's hot. (laughs)
1: How would you have that preloaded for
0: for the listeners? I googled it.
2: The listeners at home, (laughs) Grant just showed us a uh, a muppet, (laughs) a
0: human muppet.
2: So Lynn and Carl were married after uh, a year later, after a year of rocky dating. And uh, Lynn wanted lots of babies. The first one to come out was Dorian, named after Dorian Gray and D Orion, like D apostrophe Orion. <laughs> they named their baby after Dorian Gray, the Madman.
1: Yeah, I,
2: I was like, Have you read that book? <laughs>
1: Did they also get a portrait commissioned on the on the yeah. birthday. <laughs> yeah, right. God. But also, what was
2: their second kid's name? Yeah. Humbert Humbert. let <laughs> <second> let's get <laughs> let's get lost. Their second kid's name Folks. was their second kid's name was Jeremy Zapata Sagan because they were Sick. so revolutionary. Oh, named after the Pearl Jam song. Got it. Yeah. Oh, I right. thought the hot song. I was, a song. <laughs> or, yeah.
1: was she uh, was she Mexican?
2: No. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Carl, Carl was all about reinventing himself in the scientific world during his post grad work. So now Sager, Sagan no longer called himself a biologist mm. or an astronomer, he was an exobiologist that is, a scientist that studies life, not of this world. It's mm. <laughs> great. What that's are you up to you this cool. week, Carl? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing looking for it. <laughs> yeah, that's and sick. Keep in mind that this is 1957, so, like, Russia just launched Sputnik, So, like, we're not... So, it's 10 years after Roswell.
0: So, the craze is, like, at an all-time high because news traveled slow back then.
2: Yeah. People are like, yeah, it's valid as hell, man. <laughs> S4.
0: I'm not going to ask any questions.
2: Dude, I want to be an exobiologist, though. I'm just saying. Like, me too. That what sounds do like you a do? cool-ass job. Mike, you were an exobiologist right after you had your surgery. You just take OxyContin's. And like, oh, this is great. And it cool. sounds awesome. To me. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't write enough on graph paper. That's, I was thinking about that's it. That's why you yeah. got fired. Yeah. From OxyContin. Fuck. <laughs> uh, Ka- uh, Carl Sagan was full of all these possibilities of different life, like life on Jupiter, on the moon, maybe Venus. But definitely on Mars, because he read those books. He listened to that David Bowie song, and he was like, this
3: guy makes a compelling argument. (laughs) (laughs) And then he did two claps. You know, I would go to Venus, because there's no
0: other men there. You see, women are from Venus. I go to Uranus.
2: Uh, They they don't
0: have any men over there. They also use the razors.
2: To shave yeah. their legs.
3: No, no, that's, that's what you think. That's what, what you think. That's like all the, all the guys that like sign up to do like a self-defense class, and they're like, this is going to be just all, all women. And it's just like a bunch of dudes that went to the self-defense class just to like, meet a woman because they think <laughs> it's going to be all women. But it's all Venus is just 100% that. It's, it's just guys
0: Dude. who are, okay, so there, yeah. it's a bunch of guys who are looking for women who don't give lip.
3: yeah yeah shit yeah all right john 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 gray (laughs) ruined it do you like that i know the name of the guy that wrote that book
2: Uh, (laughs) i love that i love that you know that
3: (laughs) i don't know why i know that that's all right i just know it so so the weird shit this state carl here
2: yeah this statement from carl kind of fits the whole idea about life um finding life on other planets. He said the absence of evidence is not the evidence of absence. Oh, that's a way good way to justify getting more money in grants. Yeah, yeah you haven't done <laughs>
1: shit. Well, that's not evidence that there's not shit out there. Yeah, it might be. Give him whatever
0: Wait. we were gonna give his If Mr. you give me $10 million
1: to find nothing, maybe if you give me $40, i will still find nothing. <laughs> <Shit>.
3: I don't <laughs> well, hit
2: the rewind
1: button. Can you say that again, but slower
3: so I can like internalize that quote? Because I feel like I need that's important. The absence
2: of evidence is not the evidence of absence. Fuck, man. What what drugs was this guy on? <laughs> DMT? Uh, Isn't
3: that
1: like a. LSD?
3: Kind of like
4: it's <laughs> proven truthful until it's proven not. What yeah. are you talking about? No, it's the like law? You, it's, you can't prove a negative. But it's fact until it's proven not fact. What? <laughs> it's like it's the truth until someone else finds the real truth and it's not the truth anymore. Dude, it's right? Pretty... It's like the, it's yeah, a primary. Right.
0: What do they call it? The 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 foremost theory, the primary theory, in like science. It's pretty deep. I don't
1: know. We're out of my wheelhouse. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm looking at you because you know a lot of things. Yeah, yeah I'm ask retardant. me about some World War II tank tactics. I'm not. Gonna, I can't ask Travis right now because he's fried on just this guy. Yeah. So as soon oh, as we yeah. go, I still got Alexander in the brain, so I'm no use. Right. And if yeah. I, I don't,
0: I don't want to ask Grant these kind of questions because he's going to arrest me online. Yeah. That's
3: true. And that sucks. <laughs> don't you go to Twitter. Think humans were yeah. uh,
4: evolved dinosaurs back in the day. Yeah. yeah.
3: All right. So Carl. Hey, you can ask me any questions you want, just no lawyers. <laughs>
2: <Okay>. <laughs> Carl, Lynn, and Dorian moved to Berkeley as Carl got himself a fellowship at Cal U's Department of Astronomy, even though he was an exobiologist, in 1960. Um, also that year, Sagan landed his first job with NASA, working on the Mariner probe which was sent to Venus. Mariner 1 failed, but second time's a charm, and the data came back, and Carl was like, mm, no, life there, and then he wrote a bunch of shit about the greenhouse effect and how it's gone muck on Venus. Oh, so that's made up, then. <laughs> oh. <Uh-oh. laughs> <laughs> a now, foreshadowing, I'd say. Yeah. Now, because Sagan did so much in the science world, I'm going to break this up into five main sections here. First one looking for wet ass aliens. Second one getting dank. Third one working with NASA, celebrity scientists, and then stinky old liberal. Number five. Okay. (laughs) He was
1: wait. He was not looking for dry aliens. No,
2: only wanted the. Why are they wet
4: ones? How do you know they're wet? He hasn't even found them yet.
2: Because like (laughs) every animal has to slurp on water, dude. Right? On Earth. That you know of. Yeah. Well, you know. Wow. wow, Carl, take his own advice. <laughs> Careful, Carl.
4: All right, oh uh, man, I was gonna say some dumb shit. But I'm gonna say
0: it. <laughs> you can think about it. You can yeah, say. It for I'll long. think about it. No, no. <laughs> All right, well,
2: Travis, why don't you get into some wet aliens? Then? Yeah, number one, the wet aliens. So while living in Berkeley, Sagan was getting in contact with other exobiologists, um, and so the scientists that were exobiologists were much older than Sagan. They had already. Um, started their research and their search for intelligent life in the universe. The big pioneer in this field was a dude named Frank Drake. Uh, Drake had set up the Ozma Project in West Virginia, named after the Wizard of Oz, who's looking for Oz. Um, and he basically set up this huge radio wave telescope, and he was basically looking at the galaxies Tau Ceti and Epsilon Iridania. With a, this huge-ass dish. He's just sitting there listening all day. That's fucking sick. It's great. Yeah. So he's doing nothing to help
4: anyone, and he's getting paid yeah, yeah, all yeah, this government paid. money. Yeah, so, these yeah. are just yeah. old, so sick. He's an
1: old-time snake oil salesman.
2: Mm, he's boxed wine hanging out. Now, now it's, in, it's just these.
0: like the scientists today. <laughs> yeah. Same thing. In
2: 1961, Sagan and these other extraterrestrial hunters... Of astronomers and both biologists had a conference at Green Bank Observatory in West Virginia, hosted by Drake and his small team. Um, This meeting, Drake and his posse. Yeah, Drake. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you were near Drake this weekend. His crew. Jersey. Yeah, thanks for
0: correcting my uh, (laughs) my friend over there.
2: Yeah, so Drake and Drake and the posse wrangled up the insane posse of the weirdest clown scientists <laughs>
5: uh
2: the world has ever known um and it was at this meeting that Sagan coined the term SETI which originally was spelled with a c and was communication with extraterrestrial intelligence I don't know why I was like why is ET separated when it's one word I, I don't know
1: What <laughs> it it's uh what's the word for forced acronym
2: uh, yeah, it's a backronym. 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 Eventually, this would be changed to SETI, spelled with an S, for the search for extraterrestrial intelligence. Because there like, were not... too many people were saying Ketti, so they were like, "No, no, 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 we gotta." Yeah, <laughs> well, there's no S. there's no communication <laughs> no. going on. We might have to like find them first.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, how's the communication going? <laughs>
4: Kind of one way oh,
2: oh fuck <laughs>
4: we're supposed to say something
2: fuck <laughs> yeah i going hello yeah this hello. Is, <laughs> yeah this is like we we, we roasted gram bell this was like when gram bell like first invented the phone and hadn't given it to anyone yet it's like right. dude you can talk to other people with this thing right here you see this where's yours i'll call you
0: <laughs> you gotta make
2: your own that's the that's the one
0: catch i i yeah, got here I might be a genius, but I don't expect you guys to sit around with your ass in
3: your ass. Yeah, pull yourself up by your own phone line.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Get dialed up. They also worked out another uh, pop scientist uh, kind of equation, the Drake equation, which is a completely arbitrary equation that determines how many civilizations are in the galaxy. I'm Um, not a mathematician, but I'm just like, how do you come up with these numbers? I don't know, there's a lot of fucking to the fifth powers and ends math and, involved. Dude, I am so furious when I hear shit like that. Why?
0: Because these guys are getting paid to th- just make up shit.
3: I'm jealous honestly. Hey, not. have I, you heard I, of a it's... thing called a uh, cryptocurrency? <laughs> yeah. Let me tell unfortunately, you. Unfortunately,
4: yes. <laughs> yeah, Mike's unfortunately. We got a yeah. bunch of stoned ape NFTs that just bankrupted me. <laughs> That's
0: great. <laughs> they were investments and now
2: you got they're, still the, investments. Yeah, they're still investors. Yeah, still yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Hold oh, on, yeah, yeah. hold on for dear life. Shit. One of the strangest characters that Sagan would befriend at this Green Bank Bank Summit was John Lilly. Now, Lilly was working on communication with dolphins. <laughs> <We're> to <getting laughs> one the dolphins sick. here. Um, You may have heard of, like, weird old government contracts of, like, recruiting dolphins for, like, Navy reconnaissance or, like, mine clearing. That's what this guy was doing, as well as providing the dolphins used in Flipper. So, clearing mines and acting in Flipper. Hollywood (laughs) and the government, man.
1: They're just coming together to fuck us, (laughs) bro. I'm just (laughs) picturing a naval admiral being like, the dolphins hate commies just as much as us. Yeah, We (laughs) We can recruit them. All right, you see what he
0: just said, Sarah Jessica Parker? Now say that on Sex and City, and we're
2: going to really put these dolphins over, okay? Uh, the way the scientists saw it was dolphins were the closest forms, of uh, the, the scientists at the Green Bank Summit, they saw it as the dolphins were the closest form of life like that had intelligence on Earth. So Lily's research could serve as like a medium between aliens, like talking to aliens. You know? they, these people are all like
3: evolutionary biologists and they didn't think oh we'll like do monkeys first. (laughs) Right.
4: Well they say that aliens live in the ocean. Real aliens?
3: I've I've heard that.
4: Yeah. They say that the aliens came down and had sex with the octopus and that's why you have tentacles. That's I mean let's be fair too though. There's
3: more there's more like water than there is land. If something's gonna land, it's gonna land just in the water. It's seventy five percent of it. A lot of it's undiscovered what That's, you're saying yeah.
0: is Japan is a result
4: of aliens Could and be. their tentacle
0: Could porns?
3: Be.
4: It's not far off.
2: <laughs> it might be. I accept it.
4: 5G cell uh, towers make me sick.
2: Now, Lily proved his point about how smart dolphins were by giving a fantastic speech to the group about the size and speed at which dolphins can get hard. <laughs> yeah. Aren't they always L- thinking about rape all well, the time? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Lily's favorite dolphin was a dolphin named Elvar, uh, and Lily would chuck a ring into the pool, and Elvar would see it, instantly get a boner, and catch the ring around his dick, and then <laughs> return sick. it to Lily.
5: That's the best. That's yeah. just
2: guys being dudes. <laughs> yeah. I think I
4: played
3: that game on Sega when it came out. In 1992.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, the Echo, I yeah. suppose. Yeah. <laughs> the Echo. Yeah. And hard. Yeah, the These are the ambassadors for Earth. These are the people trying to communicate with aliens,
0: right? I mean, they laugh. They have a sense of humor. But who said it before? Like, they're always thinking about rape. Yeah. So, like, you know, when you meet someone, they say a rape joke, and, you know, that was a little less than savory. They only had rape jokes. Yeah. That's the only thing they find
4: funny. (laughs) Aren't we always thinking about rape deep down? (laughs) well
0: it's not a joke that's what i'm saying it's not funny it's like i gotta discipline myself this is why i I look towards jesus for guidance you understand well
2: aliens again so (laughs) alien full circle here Yeah. yeah mushroom so sagan returned from this all stoked he's like we're gonna find fucking boner dolphin aliens this is gonna be the best thing in the world And he comes home and his wife, Lynn, is like, I'm done with being a housewife. You are the worst person in the world. And it's probably the sentiment that Sagan admired the fact that Winston Churchill never dressed himself. He loved to walk around. Ah, Winston Churchill never dressed himself. Probably because Winston Churchill was a fat ass, but, you know. (laughs) Just couldn't button himself. We yeah. kept buying couldn't
0: butt shirt he, he wasn't left handed
1: well it was also because he didn't he just never changed he just that way he could keep all the sausage links in his pockets from the day before <laughs> good point point. and then the cognac <laughs> would be in the same place he left it god I like that they never relaxed
4: gear also back I think
3: he like he fashioned himself his own like onesie didn't he <laughs> So that he didn't have to change, like especially during World War II, is not a he thing. Did. When he was yeah. in the
1: bunker, he wore like a onesie. Suit he just
3: thing. wore like one, awesome. yeah. yeah. And he just slapped it on and just. That's fucking sick. That's
2: leadership
4: right there. That's baller. Yeah. Flaps well, Lynn back. was.
2: N- yeah, Lynn was not about to make Carl uh, a Winston onesie, uh, and Lynn wasn't a like one of these trophy blondes. She was a scientist. She, while Sagan was away, she was writing a paper on. Endosymbiosis theory, which I have no clue what it is, but it sounds really fucking smart. What kind of sexy thing they had? <laughs> probably, probably none. Some, probably
4: some nasty sex.
2: Yo, I can imagine. Imagine
0: her as like that that '60s bombshell with the giant tits pouring okay. out of her like out of her dress, and she's wearing a lab coat. Like, I am not
5: a housewife.
0: <laughs> I am an award-winning scientist studying endocryoptic whatever. Okay. <laughs>
3: Get I just love that. I love that. Uh, Winston Chart. Winston Churchill was like a uh, very popular throughout time, like you know, different points in time, because he had a very long career. Like a popular politician, a <laughs> war hero. Like brought Britain through like World War Two, like all all these different things, and that Carl Sagan was like, yeah, I'm like him. <laughs> <laughs> We're the same, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Exactly. I also
1: double-checked. So Lynn- that Winston Churchill might have invented the romper.
2: Oh, oh, yeah. oh, trendy. Yeah, trendy.
3: The yeah. romp him. The romp
2: him. <laughs> yeah. So, the Lynn life packed was up,
3: trademarked.
2: Yeah, Lynn. Lynn packed up. Uh, the two kids And he, she leaves Carl And Carl responds By going to peep shows Crying And calling Lynn Uh All the time Oh, Do you think he was yeah. calling her From the peep show? <laughs> <laughs> uh He He wrote some Cause he He was constantly writing So he wrote something. He's Like I just realized That going to this peep show I Love is about the interactions between a man and a woman. I could not touch my pee-pee or something. <laughs> oh.
3: Hey, it's less embarrassing than uh, James Joyce's letters to uh, his beau. Uh, if y'all have ever read that. If you ever do a James Joyce episode, I'm oh, happy to uh, come back on. Mm. James Joyce was all eating an ass. And he was a uh, big uh, flatulence guy. That was Ooh. his fetish. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Very, very unsettling. I think be farting?
5: That
2: was like that. <laughs> so Carl gets, a, Carl gets a call from Harvard in 1963, and he takes the opportunity. He's like, I'm going to move to Massachusetts. Takes the opportunity to reach out to Lynn be like, oh, now you gotta you should probably move back in with me and the kids, go to Cambridge. And Lynn is kind of like, eh, there's not really much going on in Berkeley in terms of, like, science jobs. So she agrees. They move in. A couple of years later, they'd separate and divorce. So that's end of wife number one. Carl thought that it would be a great idea to take his new bachelorhood on a trip down to the Caribbean, Um, and he calls up his old friend John Lilly to see if he can go hang out with him and the Boner Dolphins. Uh, Sagan was introduced to Elvar, Uh, you know, probably saw his stiffy, you know, firm as fuck. Um and Lily was certain that dolphins could at this point. Lily was certain that dolphins could speak English. The problem was was that they needed more immersion with humans. Uh. He, he's like, <laughs> if only they could just live amongst. You remember, you know, when you go to Mexico and you start learning how to speak Spanish, you just <laughs> yeah, do it works, that. man. You, it should, you
3: You go to a Taco Bell long enough, you start saying "abla." Yeah, <laughs> you, you say, go to a whorehouse, you learn real fast. Say "bonjour." Stupid idiot, he he confused the word immersion with submersion. He meant that he (laughs) should should be under the water, not that he needs to be speaking the same language as a fucking dolphin. If I
0: drown and scream for help, this dolphin might learn one or two words.
1: Yeah, (laughs) As long as I'm speaking English. (laughs)
3: Yeah, as long as you're underwater.
2: Down in St. Thomas, uh, Carl met this hostess uh, at the top of a on a mountaintop resort. Her name was Margaret Howe. And Margaret told Sagan that she was bored of working this dead end restaurant job. And the two of them headed off. And Sagan's like, oh, I just want to get with this lady. If I get her job, maybe it'll help. You know, maybe she'll kiss my pee pee.
4: Just flashing. Um,
2: it's like, how good are you at folding uh, turtlenecks
3: and <laughs> making gazpacho? <laughs> yeah. You clean Do you like
2: hair? a man in a romper? <laughs> uh, no. He well. He also asks her. He's like, "Do you like dolphins?" Says, "I think I have a great job for you. Well, my buddy's looking for some lab techs, right?" Um, now. uh... You know, he sets up Margaret working at Lily's facility. And Lily had drafted up. By this time, Lily had drafted up an experiment to get that total immersion with the dolphins. And basically it was to construct a flooded ranch, uh, like ranch uh, style house. And it became Margaret's job to live in this house with water up to her waist for 24 hours a day, six days a week with a dolphin named Peter. Oh. This is the dolphin That's lady. That's fucking sick. Yeah. This
1: is what I was thinking. Of. Yeah. yeah.
0: So Carl Sagan got that girl in this position?
2: Yes. Carl Sagan that was, was awesome. actively trying to sleep with this girl while this was going on. Yeah. He so didn't, she he trying, didn't he didn't succeed. Are you the... serious? <laughs> the... oh I know my. the dolphin Peter did. Peter did. Times. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. So Margaret for qu- the job. Qu- Yeah, Margaret quickly noticed how much Peter liked her. It followed her around all the time, and she noticed that it started rubbing up his hard-as-hell dick up against her leg all the time. She's like, that's weird, uh, but we have to get this dolphin to concentrate on its English lessons, because remember, we're trying to get dolphins to speak (laughs) English. So Margaret found it necessary to give Peter hand jobs in order for him to concentrate during his lessons. Sometimes two or three times a day, she jerk off this dolphin, Peter. <laughs> Are you sure this is not like a zoo tube video? <laughs> <laughs> now, oh, like, like, like I said, like I said, Sagan is still trying to sleep with Margaret. Like he's like, "Oh, I got this job," and then she he comes over and he's like, "She's giving a dolphin a hand job." <laughs> So let me, is, let me do film one, this. Want to practice on
1: me? That way, Peter enjoys it more. It could be a matter of technique when it comes to education,
0: uh, yeah. science. That's what we're doing here. Make it squeak. What if squeak. you do
1: both of us at the same time? Yeah. Will that help? Yeah. Research. <laughs> Write it down, John Lilly. The, the classroom. <laughs> it's a learning classroom rather than just a one-on-one. I also so,
2: like the water in St. Thomas. <laughs> So the salt on the wound for Sagan was that Peter was way more famous than him, him at the time because Peter was one of the Flipper Dolphins.
0: Yeah, boy.
2: Yeah. Every time <laughs> yes, he watched flipper, you watch
1: Flipper. One yeah. of them is getting handies on the regular. Right yeah, that's fucked. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, imagine that. Imagine <laughs> knowing what you know now and watching Flipper as like a guy who could just not get laid. <laughs> that that dolphin gets more, gets more human pussy.
3: Well, he's a Hollywood <laughs> I dolphin, do. yeah. so I yeah. mean, it's it comes with the territory. That is I'm true. I'm not gonna rewatch Flipper any I don't. Are people rewatching <laughs> Flipper? Do, I, don't, well, yeah, I, I, mean, I can only hope so.
1: Well, I was planning on it, but I don't know anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I won't yeah, be a dolphin mm,
2: now. I'm gonna. I was. I was gonna have a Flipper and Reagan movie um, marathon this weekend. Fli- Flipper That's... should be the next movie night. <laughs> Yeah. Should.
0: Oh, fuck. I totally forgot. Flipper
1: to,
2: Triple X. I have to do more movie nights. Sorry, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so back in Cambridge, Carl is jumping around all over the place. He's recruited recruited by the U.S. government, to, along with six other scientists, to be part of Project Blue Book. We talked about that before. That's uh, the re- project that looked into all the UFO sightings, and they found that most of them were just... Project crap. Blue Balls? You said? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: Like how Travis is from. Um, Carl's like you just you changed the name. It's it seems purposefully hurtful to me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, and the logo's a dolphin. Like, come on. <laughs> so so jumping forward a little bit, Carl took a break from teaching in seventy one and seventy two, only to host a summit between the Soviets and American scientists that were both interested in the SETI program and talking to aliens. The summit took place in Armenia. And uh, it's basically where we came up with another pop um, science thing called the Kardashian scale, which um, basically defines different types of alien civilizations based on the amount of energy they're able to harness. So type one is a civilization that can harvest the power of their nearest star. Type 2 can harvest all of the power from their nearest star. Or, sorry, all the power that reaches them from the nearest star. Type 3 can harvest all of the galaxy's power. It's garbage. It's just like, ah, this could exist. I coming up with
1: rankings for
2: civilizations that don't exist. It's also
1: entirely irrelevant to, like, an (laughs) intelligence. But this is...
0: Like, think about it, too. Like, they're like, all right, we have a scale to talk about what kind of civilization what kind of power these civilizations can provide i think the smartest ones would just figure out what they need
3: yeah like from we don't each, need a whole damn son from each according to their need to each according <laughs> to their ability uh carl uh alien <laughs> <laughs> that does sound well, are, good are we talking are we talking about uh are we talking about carl sagan here or are we talking about uh freaking goku har- <laughs> 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 harnessing the 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 power of the
2: galaxy yeah. the that sounds he like was well. over nine thousand bro' little bu do a spirit bomb uh so they do, they also discussed the big question right they were like how if we were even met aliens how would be how would aliens like be able to understand us, how to be able to communicate? Would so, they be Gar- able to jerk us off?
0: Perhaps <laughs> well, well, more than that, Car- Friday's waitress. I said yeah. to live with a dolphin. I'll be there. Yeah, to
3: get- subject? <laughs> so how do you Car- get your guys as dolphins to pay attention in school? <laughs> oh, at you least don't I use my mouth and oh, hands. hands. <laughs>
2: Never mind what I do. So yeah, no, Kardashian had a mad massive breakthrough here. Uh, he's walking down the street. The main street of this Armenian village That they're having this conference in With another scientist And they see a rather buxom Peasant girl walking on the other side of the road Um, As they're walking They see a donkey And the donkey turns his head and looks at the girl And the donkey got a big old boner And Kardashev turns to the fellow scientist And said And you doubt the possibility of establishing contact With a civilization on another planet
0: Travis, you didn't just make that <laughs> up. That's not real.
2: No, that is real. Is she, this is, is something that booty? Carl talked about.
4: <laughs> wait, wait, you said buckstress? What does that even fucking mean? It means big old titties. Big oh. old titties.
2: How
1: did we become how did this guy become America's scientist? I don't know. <laughs> So sure. no, I just answered my own question. If of it was in the 70s, it becomes- I'd be like, yeah, this
4: makes sense. Oh, man. You gotta, you
0: gotta see what fucking Neil deGrasse Tyson's been writing.
2: He's <laughs> like, I watched also. a
0: movie in which there were two penises in one ass. <laughs> and from that, I decided, decided in that moment that fission should be measured on a different level, perhaps a circular cylindrical level. Yeah. A, a seven-inch
2: measurement. Come. Come. <laughs> Uh, So SETI, after this meeting, you know, they talk about donkey dicks, and they're like, well, yeah, of course, you get a boner when you see a hot alien. Uh, SETI establishes its home base for ET communication at the massive Arecibo radio telescope in Puerto Rico. Probably most notable appearance of the Arecibo observatory is in GoldenEye. Uh, when Sean Bean's character, you know, they're fighting at the end. That's the Arecibo Observatory.
1: Isn't it also in Contact?
2: Yes. So the other movie was 1997's Contact, which was written by Carl Sagan himself. Oh, Unfortunately, no he did, did not have a chance to see it as he died the year prior. Oh, he would have um, gotten so many handjobs when that came out. <laughs> one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, there were quite a few... A few curious transmissions they received over the years, but, uh, you know, we'll talk about that some other time. Uh, Now, number two, getting dank. Going to be talking about Carl loving his dank nugs. Smoking a lot of weed? Yeah, so during the time that Carl was going through those marriage issues in Berkeley, uh, and while at Harvard in the early 60s, Carl Sagan discovered the beauty of sipping on that dank, dank marijuana nugs. Marowinous
4: Okay Very cool is yeah. taking like acid Or like LSD at all Or anything That sounds like Like the whole dolphin bullshit Sounds like some shit You'd <laughs> take acid on uh,
2: So Carl was not about Taking acid oh. Interestingly enough John Lilly After this After the uh, The whole Dolphin thing Carl stopped talking to him Because John Lilly Just dropped a whole bunch Of acid And started to do like Weird LSD experiments Oh shit Oh Okay <laughs> Ultra sex with cars, oh, things like that isn't that like the type of uh
3: creative substance you need in order to like theorize about like the the structure of uh energy harnessing <laughs> of, like i would think the so. celestial uh, y- like, yeah like yeah they just they they harness the fucking orb in the fucking sky like i don't know they just <laughs> get the energy you, yeah, yeah I mean,
0: you you have a smart guy, science guy, who's uh, who, who who's very task oriented, and then you give him a few drops of that shit. Right now, we have
2: an autistic who looks at tie dye too much. He's gonna
0: <laughs> figure out something.
2: Well, I th- yeah, I think Carl knew his limits. He wasn't about to drop acid and be a tie dye boy. But I he thought he
0: was. A- I thought he was an acid. That's
2: why I thought so. No, he wasn't. We'll um, stare at the sun later. Lame. So so while at Harvard, he met a professor, Lester Greenspoon. And Lester, <laughs> yeah. This is up
1: there with Lieb
2: Gleber. Yeah. Lieb <laughs> Gleber. Greenspoon had six child wives. <laughs> yeah, Lester, Lester was a psychiatrist at Harvard and was currently working on the, quote, marijuana problem. Now... Um. Lester didn't smoke himself, but he found Carl to be the perfect subject for a functioning weed boy. A a degenerate. (laughs) I can't
4: function on that shit. (laughs) People function. You ever write anything on weed? When I first started smoking, I would draw on shit, but after a while, I just stopped doing anything. That's cool.
2: I just stopped doing a lot of shit. Yeah. You're not supposed to do anything on weed. Yeah. Just being a pile of shit. Lester Greenspoon's studies come out in uh, 1971 with a book called Marijuana Reconsidered. Oh, I don't know if I mentioned this. Sorry, let me just restart there. Uh, I think I skipped the back. Um, yeah, so Lester would ultimately uh, come to the conclusion that weed is a lot safer than alcohol and other drugs, so therefore it should be legal. Right? It's like every week. Wrong.
0: (laughs) Wrong. Should be very illegal. Continue. Uh,
2: We should also make Percocets. Very over the counter. We should. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mike agrees. (laughs) Uh, Lester came out with his studies in a 1971 book called Marijuana Reconsidered. In this book, there's a section that's clearly talking about Carl, who he calls Mr. X. Uh, and the fact that he is a professor at a well-respected university, getting cotton mouth in the shower and like like very boomery, like tripping out on weed. You know, like I just close my eyes and like I see cartoons. Professor X,
3: he was bald, he <laughs> rode a, a wheelchair.
2: Weak and- legs, Yeah. <laughs> Like, when I used to smoke, like, I Controlled never... Controlled dolphins yeah. with his mind. <laughs> when I used to smoke, I never saw, like, cartoons. You know what I mean? When I did bong rips
4: or like, edibles, I was bugging out sometimes. I'd see some shit.
2: I, I don't know. What, do you see, like, R. Crumb, like, comic strips? You're like, is this what they were seeing when they, like, did weed in the 70s? I, was, was I can horny. only hope so. I want to see some <laughs> giant Amazon women with asses. Big that asses. For days. God, R. Crumb was a genius. He's horny. Horny genius. <laughs> Only well, uh, X
4: videos back then.
2: See, so yeah. Carl also wrote an anonymous excerpt in the book, um, and because Lester wrote this book on weed, all the weed boys, all the weed heads that read "Marijuana Reconsidered" used to mail Lester like a fuck ton of weed that he oh, would just sick. give to Carl Sagan because like Lester didn't smoke.
1: This is the ultimate grift.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, <right>? yeah. yeah. <laughs> But as I mentioned before, weed was where it stopped with Carl. Uh, He never got into LSD. He did have a chance to meet ex Harvard professor Timothy Leary with Frank Drake. Leary at the time was locked up in a California prison. Um, The Unabomber?
0: No, that's he's the he's He's like the Godfather of acid.
2: Oh, Yeah. yeah. Um, Leary. Uh, so he had this meeting between Leary and Frank Drake, and. Leary was that he was adamant that Carl built him a arc to uh, like a space arc, like, mo- <laughs> like Noah. Like my and cat. yeah. And Sagan was like, dude, that's not possible. And then Leary was like, it doesn't matter the cost. All of my followers have all this money, like just build me this arc. Sagan, well, maybe drugs are bad. Maybe I am. <laughs> <laughs> Man, fuck. S- Sagan was like, "the te- The problem is, there's the technology is not there." And then Leary's like, "You don't understand. Like, if it's not there in ten years, we're gonna build the ark." And like Sagan's like, "No, this is not happening." So that's why well, he didn't do acid. Yeah, space okay. arcs.
0: Because he had one guy who just wouldn't listen to like the concept.
2: Well, he- he Larry would have his time. Leary tried to get him on board by making Sagan the captain of this space ark. <laughs> oh, that's fucking. I was <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. fucking
4: do it. That's awesome. Yeah, I
2: was actually going to start a company. We were going to
0: make money. What? <laughs> and I was going to make you president, Travis. Sick. <laughs> uh, so what so do you why say? aren't you going to make the company? <laughs> we're going to sell lots of shit. Oh, dude, we're going to sell ham. We're going to specialize in hamburgers,
2: stocks, oh, uh,
0: options, NFTs,
2: NFTs. Uh great. We're going to we're going to make Nike's. Got Sick. It. Sick. i'm think? on board, dude. All I'm right, definitely awesome. on board.
0: See you're you're smarter than Sagan already. Yeah,
2: absolutely, bro. <laughs> uh so at this time we're talking he's still working at Harvard here. He's licking his wounds from being beat out by Flipper in the hunt for Clunge. Um uh but now he's Harvard's most eligible bachelor, right? So he's getting blazed, he's getting high, he's like, hell yeah, dude. I'm like so in with the times of the 60s. So he gets himself like an artist wife. He oh, went with a scientist wife, mistake. artist wife. Mm. Wife mm. number two, Linda Salzman, uh, was married in 196. They, they were married in 1968. Um, so I assume the, they kissed... Yeah, they kissed. They probably kissed and drew pictures while they were smoking weed cigarettes. Uh, Cool. Yeah.
1: Do you ask him like, "Hey, are you like into dolphins?" I mean, I think they're fast. No, no. Like, are you into dolphins?
0: (laughs) Do you like to be penetrated?
1: It was a problem with my ex. Uh, She was really into dolphins. (laughs) And (laughs) it was a problem
2: with me. She wasn't my ex. Uh, (laughs) I just creeped over her. (laughs) He asked that question while opening a can of tuna fish with uh, ch- with Japanese writing on it and just started eating. <laughs> yeah.
0: He's like, dolphin free. Too bad. <laughs>
2: uh, so they were married in 1968. That same year, Sagan was rejected for his tenure at Harvard. Uh, it was probably because he was getting dank and people were like, this guy's too cool for Harvard. <laughs> <laughs> if this guy worked out one day, he would have had that job. Got to go back to Berkeley. Well, uh, he was scooped up by Tommy Gold, uh, oh. who worked for Cornell University in Ithaca, New York.
4: Okay. Uh, I've heard yeah. it's
2: gorgeous there. Yeah, Yes. I-, I
4: like the movie Road Trip. It takes place in Ithaca, so <laughs> that's all I've seen. That was a one-stop. And- I've never actually seen Road Trip. Beautiful Wait, is movie. that the
2: daddy, would you like some sausage, Tom Green?
4: I think so, yeah. It's where are trying to feed that snake the whole time, but it, it won't eat anything.
2: Mm. Beautiful movie. All right. Good. Well, we Ca- yeah. So, Carl, Carl saw Carl saw the appeal. That was actually one of the reasons why he went to Ithaca because he's like, I don't know if I want to go here. And Tommy Gold's like, Look how pretty it is, dude. And then he also promised that he would build Carl a astronomy lab, and he got that. So that helps. That's cool. Um, and that's the end of our kind of weed section. Dang. Then we will go move on to working with the big old. N-A-S-A, NASA. NASA. Right. So as I mentioned, Carl had been working with NASA for since his time in Berkeley in the 1960s, since 1960. Uh, and he was absolutely thrilled with the fact that Kennedy made a commitment to put a man on the moon in 1969. And that time had come. Of course, Kennedy,
3: a sex addict, was like, "1969, baby, it's gonna happen. Take him to the moon.
2: <laughs> Take him to the moon." <laughs> and that then, then flash forward, uh, Kardashian ruins the dress that he boned someone in. I <laughs> go, oh, you're, you're, "Are you
0: really getting hung, hung up on like fashion news of today?" <laughs> yes. Who gives a shit? These people are all
2: scum. <laughs> it's a dress
4: it has got cum stands on it from fucking 60 years ago. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Kennedy oh, cum, dude. Not. You could you could that's clone Kennedy from that yeah. dress. Some guy whose first name was clone him warm. from the
1: brain splatter. <laughs> yeah, yeah that Clone him from the tarmac in Dallas. I'm pretty sure the paid actor. Of samples.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh... So, Sagan had been working with NASA at the time of the moon uh, launch, but I think NASA at this point was like, "Eh, maybe we don't want this guy. Because Sagan was obsessed with the sterilization of the spacecraft and the quarantine of all things that came back from the moon. Oh. So, just like real boring. And they were like, that's just white sand up there. Yeah. Well, Sagan at this point was 99% sure that there was no life on the moon. But he still wanted NASA to be careful because, you know, you don't want to get plague, moon plague. Right. And all of a sudden, we got
0: Spider-Man because you brought back some moon. The symbiote. Yeah. yeah.
2: Awesome. Uh,
0: yeah, we'd want to stop that from happening.
2: You <laughs> mean Venom. <laughs> that, yeah. Spider-Man. Mobius. Was Morpheus? What's no, that Symbiote. Morpheus. Morpheus is uh, <laughs>
3: the, the black guy in the... Lawrence in the, uh, mm-hmm. Fishburne. The Matrix. Lawrence Fisher. He also came, uh, played by Cow- well. Cowboy Curtis. Yeah. yeah. Did you all see the new Matrix? Ugh.
2: No. It was...
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> whatever.
0: I, because my dad's a boomer, I'm part boomer. So, like, I love the original Matrix so much. The two after are just uh, crushing so bad. And then I couldn't bring myself to watch the new one. I was upset.
1: I wouldn't say being a boomer makes you like the Matrix. The Matrix like seems Matrix, more like, too, a yeah. mm, no, like a Gen X. Yeah. That's e- like a Gen X. Yeah, That's the last. A, boom, a boomer is anyone that's like
3: over the age of 31. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. So Tom's mm. a boomer. Yeah, I'm a <laughs> boomer now. This is true.
1: And that's fine. That's how I live my life, I suppose. Yeah. Least, what so, am I, a zoomer? Right? Yeah, you're a zoomer. No, Mike's a millennial. Millennial? What? He has a memory of 9-11. That makes him a millennial. Is that the yeah? The that's new my one? that's my unofficial. Call. I was there. Mike, Mike okay. was he there. Was well, there yeah. He maledial, buried a Gilgo but... body and then went and did nine eleven. <laughs> that's
3: awesome, dude. If I had been on that plane, man, I, I won't even I won't even say what what would have happened. If Grant, we're all plane, thinking what, what you're saying happened to those people,
0: we, dude. You don't need to say anymore. I'm thinking. I know how strong you are. Yeah, so, you and I
3: mean, just they wouldn't have stood it. a chance. No, yeah. you, you probably would have been able to stop two planes. You and Seth MacFarlane, right. man, you guys should have on that plane. As Me and uh, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> That's all that needed to happen. Anyway. Yeah, that- so <laughs> so Carl's being an Carl's being old a, a, a downer, right? He's like, you got to sterilize. You don't want moon bugs to come back. And NASA mm. and the politicians were like, no way we're sending our boys up to the moon and they're not coming back treated as heroes. We're going to have them parading through the streets. We're going to be doing all this shit. We don't give care about germs. What the fuck is that shit? Um, Sagan pressed and pressed the issue, just really annoying about this containment and sterilization. Um, and eventually, uh, they kind of met in the middle. Uh, you know, they had them land, you know, in the ocean. And they were, you know, con- contained for a little bit. Um, but NASA also decided to just send out lunar samples across the globe without nice. checking any diseases or anything like that. They're just like, here's some moon dust. We're going to send it to Switzerland. We're it to Japan, Australia. We deloused our heroes, but, oh yeah. gosh, we're just putting it everywhere. Uh, Sagan, unfortunately, would not be able to attend the launch, uh, as he basically lost the ability, his esophagus lost the ability to move food down its throat. Oh. Uh, like, you know, he couldn't do what? the wiggles in the esophagus
3: was he just too high and he like kind of forgot how to swallow <laughs> yeah. i think that was it dude it won't
2: won't go down man i, thinking to <laughs> I, it. I forgot <laughs> like does it really need to go down apparently they apparently they said his throat like kind of looked like a frog because it was just collecting food <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> um yeah it's like apparently elvis uh had
3: uh like four months worth of fecal matter in him when he died
4: (laughs) so much like like, right
3: yeah it just stopped him up so bad uh (laughs) carl sagan had uh four months worth of uh food in his gullet (laughs) gosh that's how you attract mates that's what he was doing he was he was smart he was out of his time he he went you know, the frogs do this. And I haven't had any luck with these dolphin ladies. Do you want to mate with me? I can
0: feed the whole litter.
2: <laughs> right. So he he watched he watched uh the lunar landing of uh Billy Joel Armstrong uh walking on the moon, <laughs> just as the state Mike is in right now, all in a post op drug haze. Yes. Yeah. So right. anyone DVR it for him? Uh, yeah. T-Vode. Nice. Lit. Um, by the end of 1969, Sagan had recovered from his throat disease thing. And, uh, NASA was getting ready to launch Pioneer 10, uh, which would go through the asteroid belt to Jupiter and then be flung off into the emptiness of space. Take pictures and data of those planets. Um... Carl argued, uh, actually, Carl was the person that helped argue to NASA that the most economic way to explore the solar system was unmanned. So he kind of just made space exploration boring again. It's like, we want to see men on moon or women on moon. Yeah. We don't care you
0: know? about mankind's life. We just want to see them walking around yeah. playing golf. <laughs>
2: yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine they put Ar- Ar- Arnold Palmer on Mars. That'd be fucking dope. Why not? Sick. Be way better. Is, it, is he
3: still uh, 99 cents? Nope. No. twenty nine.
2: Are you <laughs> fucking?
1: <Yeah. Just laughs> said, uh, dude, inflation's getting inflation. fucking crazy, <laughs> <Yeah>. man. <laughs> yeah. Galaxy fucked.
2: inflation.
0: I love that. I love, I've heard several people reference, just like, yo, dude, this shit's still 99 cents after all these times. It's just like, it's worth nothing piss it's piss in a can it's,
5: it's worth it, it. It's the is aluminum is the most valuable yeah. part of that yeah. the
0: markup on this is incredible to begin with it was in 1996 when they started this. i went what to a deli to try to
4: charge me four dollars for an arizona i almost lost my fucking mind yeah south shore delis are vicious right are you fucking yeah. kidding me yeah that's terrible
2: so oh. uh carl was approached to create a message uh to stow Ooh. aboard uh, pioneer 10 and if anyone or anything found the probe after it had been flung off into space, Carl did note that it was going into like literally a void, like nowhere near anything, but he's, he's like, still yeah. there, you know, oh yeah, dude, it's out in space somewhere. You can follow it. There's a thread. Really? It all the way up. Yeah. Just pull it. If you pull oh, you
0: it, mother, <laughs> I think i a
4: thread like a forum.
0: <laughs> yeah. There's also a forum. It's
2: just pictures of his ex-girlfriend jerking off <laughs> the office. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I see that. So Sagan and Drake worked together, the guy Frank Drake, uh, mm-hmm. to create a plaque uh, that could be understood by the aliens. Awesome. Uh, they made right. a uh, what they called a pulsar map, which basically was the only way that extraterrestrials would be able to kind of determine where Earth was based on pulsars, which are, I, th- I believe, two suns spinning around really fast, together two stars um and Sagan's wife Linda remember the artist pothead lady uh Sagan was like hey could you draw like a naked man and woman so like the aliens know what we look like dude that'd be sick <laughs> sure
0: <laughs> just in case uh, they want to come and jerk us off yeah. yeah So like I'll draw me naked can we find <laughs> someone else not you someone with a throat <laughs> Yeah. What about
1: that, uh, that, that peasant girl that we saw? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How titties. would you do two
0: chicks it out? That's what we look like.
2: Well, Put so a dolphin she, in there. So she drew uh, a man and a woman, both naked. The, the man, is, man is waving, and the woman's standing next to her. Is the man flaccid or erect? Uh, soft. He's very soft. He's in between? Cut or uncut? <laughs> uh, hard to tell. Hard bushes, no, Yeah, definitely bush back <laughs> no, then. No bush. No bush, no dude. No bush. They're, uh, yeah, they're yeah. clean. Oh, my
0: God. They're the man clean. is waving and the woman is what? An ironing board? She just, she's kind of st- <laughs> sandwich.
2: <laughs> so the Linda being a very, you know, uh, woke individual. He, oh. She tried to represent all ethnicities in the features of the man and woman. <laughs> It's too woke. Yeah. yeah
3: I don't I don't it's ruining my children that I don't have my cats. My cats don't need to know yeah. how woke this is.
2: Um but when it was just etched onto a plaque, they just look white like white people. I mean like she like drew it in color where it was like, Oh look, he's got like the man has like a fro, but then like they didn't fill it in. So it's just like look, oh, one side like of his
0: nose is narrow and the other side's wide.
2: Yeah. So Pioneer Ten launched in nineteen seventy two and, and you as as it is today, I'm sure as you see it, Grant, with uh you know, the rage of the internet. There's rage about this plaque, right? You got, I've been on
3: it. Yeah. Uh, so the- not on the not on the plaque on the, on the internet. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. They modeled the
2: guy after you, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice. So the conservatives were like, "That plaque has naked people on there. We can't be sending pornographic material into outer space." Why not? Uh, and the feminists were like, "Hey, why is the man waving?" And also, you drew a big old dick, but where is the woman's vaginal slit? <laughs> that was one of their arguments. <laughs> oh, cool. That's good. Yeah. Is it Um, any? (laughs) Well, next time they do a
0: plaque, just put an Asian on. (laughs) Yeah. It's really encompass
4: humankind. Just put Johnny Sins. He's a fucking man of. Many trades. That's good. Man of the people. Man of the people. He's got my vote. Yeah, just hook up a VCR instead of a plaque and just have it playing
1: Johnny Sin's videos. (laughs) Honestly, what they should
3: do is they should. uh, Chris Chan should be up there because Chris Chan is the most documented human (laughs) that's ever existed. Good point. More footage of Chris Chan than anybody else. So if you want to
1: represent humanity, you kind of get the whole experience. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That, that would be interesting. See, Although, let's send we, we,
1: Chris Chan into space. That's well, not
0: a bad idea
3: either. There's no mothers for him to rape. <laughs> Honestly, that's that's not a bad idea. Just <laughs> giant slingshot.
2: Here's
0: one of them. Look at this medallion.
2: Well, Sagan would argue is that he's already being sent off into space because uh Every wave, I guess the internet and everything has just been splurted out so in, in the space. series of tubes. You, yeah. So some alien could be watching in like, I don't know, a hundred years. Christian, like this is what they're doing on earth. Well, isn't that like, that's a big part
1: of the plot line in contact is yeah. that they finally get contact with the aliens and they're like, all right. So let's like, they're sending back a message and they decode the message and it's Hitler's address at the 1936 Berlin <laughs> <laughs> game. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. And they're like, what is the point of this? And they're like, oh no no no! It's just it's the first thing that got out there. Oh, yeah. First thing, yeah, that's yeah. for sure.
3: So he started with, um, you know what they call YouTube and outer space?
0: The, tube? You. I have no idea. Uh,
3: them tube. <laughs> oh damn! Mm. It's,
0: it's, it's them to, to their perspective. I see what you mean. History. It's, it's history.
3: Yeah,
2: I mean it's all around us. <laughs> We're living in it. That's right. All right. So uh, Sagan had been the face of NASA and space exploration for a while now. Whenever the news needed to talk to somebody about space, then I'm going to turn to the Christian scientists, right? Like these weird, the Christian scientists, yeah. Yeah. Go (laughs) ahead, (laughs) scientists of Christian, right? Um, They're going to talk to the charming Sagan, right? He's wearing his turtleneck. He's talking. He's putting books about the cosmos. This He's dude ever well go to Area Fifty One at all? He's ever you know keep he his was head there. In there? He, you know he was there at S Four. Yeah. Um, Sagan was also featured in Rolling Stone. He was on Jimmy Carson in the Dick Cavett show. Um, he was uh, really Fantastic. the first celebrity scientists, and this all kinds of starts to kick off in nineteen seventy two. He also got himself a, a Porsche with the vanity plates Phobos. On them, <laughs> that's you fucking drop. dope.
1: Cool, Phobos, the Greek god that's of it. fear. Yeah, yeah. And rules it. the battlefield. Mm. One of the
2: moons of Mars, Phobos.
1: Weird thing to put on a Porsche. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Usually just like my Porsche. Yeah. Well, or, or, or I'm a dickhead. <laughs> yeah. Science <laughs> man, yeah. turtleneck, <laughs> jerk me.
2: Uh, um.
1: What do we got, Travis? So Tell Car- us more.
2: Carl's big moment. Celebrity. Carl's big moment was when NASA announced the Viking mission to Mars. This was where Carl was finally going to find out if there was life on Mars and in our solar system. He's like, "Dude, they're going to go to Mars." So he gets to work in his lab. He tries to produ- produce amino acids and proteins using primordial gases and electricity. like, so, yeah, this is how it happened in the beginning. Probably happened on Mars too. Um and leading up into nineteen leading up to the nineteen seventy six uh Viking missions, uh images and data came back from the Martian surface from probes, and Sagan Sagan started speculating about all sorts of wild creatures living on Mars, things like massive tentacled phages or these things that look like artichokes. <laughs> phages. How do you spell that? Are you uh, pronouncing with, that right? With a pH like a, oh, like I a macrophage. A yeah um and he also had uh he had this dude like sketch out all these like jim henson looking fucking creatures and he talked about a goldilocks zone in jupiter's atmosphere of things that would float up like their life was just about floating up in the atmosphere and then once they reached like the point where they couldn't live they'd die i don't know really high smooth brain shit awesome uh,
3: I love that. That's just like what science like used to be. <laughs> you just like whatever. It's like I don't. Anybody ever take or know anybody that take that took like organic chemistry? Everybody that I know that took organic or, that took organic chemistry took it like three times because it's like an impossibly hard class because it's like you're doing chemistry and biology and like an insane amount of math and it's just like yeah I don't know. Uh, Everybody got a thirty on this test, like a thirty percent on this test. Because like, and they had to curve it an insane amount because it's an impossible fucking thing. And he's like, like, yeah, uh, the aliens—they probably have
2: tentacles,
3: and uh, <laughs> we'll just mix some gases together. That'll create an amino. Like, fuck it, whatever. Just, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like whatever. So,
2: so, so r- those r- classes,
0: do they have? To, do they grade like renderings of the aliens? Like, does a professor <laughs> walking around going, that creature. There's no way. it's... it's Skin would be so pink like that. I drew yeah. a little. Jelly Think about fish. the surface of the moon.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, Grant. It's funny that you say that because that's kind of what a lot of other scientists thought of Carl Sagan. They were like, "Dude, this guy's just like a creative director. He's like." He right. he never did any of the number he's a cr- Disney Imagineer. Yeah. Like he, when when we're talking about these like <laughs> these like landings and like all this shit like there's people doing hard calculations and like all the fucking science right, and he's right. there, Oh yeah, there's going to be a squid that we're going to find there. He's in fucking Epcot being like the dome. We're all going to live in the <laughs> yeah.
3: dome. The, yeah. In the future we're all going to be under the dome. Yeah, The future
2: is domes. Good point. Yeah. We can keep going. Uh so the know. the Viking landings could be an episode on its own basically Carl uh sends this uh works with this other scientist to build a component on the probe to detect carbon based life. And when the results came back negative, Carl was like, I'll try to water them. Like water whatever's in this, you know, thing. Or maybe we can bait them using water. We want them aliens wet. Remember It'll I was talking about wet some, aliens,
3: uh, right? Like a chia plant <laughs> alien, perhaps. <laughs> it's gonna gotta work.
1: It. I have a plant at home. Yeah, I had sunflower seed one time, like one step away from being like,
2: why don't we just send some squirrels up there and let them loose and see if that
1: starts life up. Honestly,
2: not (laughs) so so far. So so when like shooting the spray bottle of water didn't work, uh, Carl was like, well, obviously, because they had like things in this bin that they had collected. um, And he was like, well, obviously, when we water them, we killed whatever's in the bin. Like, like, water kills Martian creatures. Right. But he said it all like, I can't believe you guys did
0: that, even though I told you do it. Yeah. You yeah. fucking idiots. I can't swallow. Yeah. Do you want yesterday's dinner? It's yeah. right here. Yeah. Does anyone want to mouth kiss me? Because it's in there. I got a stink
2: pocket for days. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he just couldn't accept. Like, he kept spinning circles. He's like, oh, what are it? Uh, maybe maybe they live deeper underground. Maybe we landed in the wrong spot. But, again, the Mar- the whole Viking mission was really interesting. Um, yeah, read up on it. Uh, the so, last- so
3: far, Kyle- Carl Sagan has invented... Um- He's invented uh Dianetics. He's invented the movie The Shape of Water. Now he's inventing gaslighting. God, what would us men do without him? Yeah. Our free our
0: three favorite things. We love that. That's bad,
2: Dude, shape of water man? Shape of water first handy. Yeah. I
0: need this to show my sensitive side. Yeah. And also not be called gay.
2: (laughs) The last real major work that Carl did with NASA was on the Voyager probe, which launched in 1977. Again, Sagan was approached to create a message to the aliens if they intercept this space junk. Because it's going to be jettisoned off into space. Uh, this time they would print a golden record with uh, both images and the sounds of Earth, and it's kind of interesting because they didn't really have the technology to print images on a vinyl. No, but like didn't. one one company did, but like no, no one. It was like a forgotten tech that they were doing in the early sixties, and there was this whole thing to try to figure out how to do it again. It was kind of an interesting little uh, thing. And they, they printed, you if you play the record back, because people have taken the sound waves of the record and, like, rebuilt the images. Because, like, if you play the record, it just, like, beeps and, like, whistles. And, and you, like, right. line up the sine waves, and it makes an image. It's kind of cool. But didn't they put,
0: like,
3: uh, some Beatles song on there or something yeah, I else? Yeah, Here Comes the Sun. Ooh, we're going to, so, fun. yeah.
2: So, uh wow. Spoilers, sorry. The the creative director for this project was Anne Druyan, and uh, she and Carl uh, went in a small team went about collecting the sounds uh, and the music from around the world, uh, as well as recorded messages from representatives of the UN. Uh, Now, Carl wanted to make sure that all types of musics were represented. All types of music were represented on this disc. Uh, And so when it came to the rock section, Carl immediately went to the Beatles, said, we want to do Here Comes the Sun. Problem was that the Beatles didn't own their music and they were trying to contact John Lennon, but he was currently not living in the U.S. because he was dodging tax. Uh, so they couldn't really get in touch with him. Jefferson Starship jumped in and were like, "Hey, we'll give you the song for free." And Carl was like, "No, thank you.
4: No, <laughs> Yo, you built this city. <laughs> yeah. We're yeah. good, actually. Yeah. Thanks
0: a lot." Also, we're trying to get this Beatles one because then it's all the Indian music as well. We yeah, that's trying to voice. knock
1: two birds with one yeah. stone. So, like Ann, Paul's dead backwards.
2: Yeah, Anne was like, "I know the perfect like rock song that like kind of embodies rock and roll." <laughs> And she played Johnny Be Good for Carl, and Carl was like, "This is garbage." Uh, was it the Marty McFly? <laughs> wow. Was
1: it the Marty McFly version? <laughs> yeah, your kids are gonna love it. <laughs> A little early. He, he straight up said
2: that was garbage. Yeah, he Didn't he it. like Chuck Berry like made the Beatles. Uh, Yeah. Well that's what Ann's argument was was like, yeah, like Chuck Berry was like a black guy and like came from like black people. No, no, no. That's (laughs) wait a minute. (laughs) Thank you. No, I think that's (laughs) That's I think that's what sold him because he was so woke. He's like, Oh, he's black? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, he didn't sound black. (laughs) Yeah. Um yeah, and this was our one of our previous roasts. I think it was like number six of what we did, Chuck yeah. Berry. Right? I just ran into a bud who like, I haven't seen in a
0: long time, and he listens to the show here and there, but he, like, he says he always shows people that episode. The, because Chuck the Berry one? Yeah, because the amount of like farting in mouths and just <laughs> the insane yeah. personality of Chuck Berry. But yeah, like, he really got a lot of radio play in the States because he sounded white.
2: Oh yeah, right.
0: like no joke. There was a, that was a rough time for the black folks in America, and
2: uh, yeah,
1: they were DJs were like, "I've been playing a black man, yeah. I've been stymied." Is that that's not my style? Is that the most unrealistic part of Back to the Future? Not the time travel, but the fact that a black band was playing for the white high school.
0: No, no, no. That's actually a lot of performers would play in the in, in the fifties. Yeah, all right. They wouldn't they be would,
1: allowed to use the same bathrooms and stuff, but,
0: but
2: they could entertain the yeah. Had that, okay. It was like seen as help almost, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's like a minstrel yeah. quality that they saw in like yeah. black performers. So it's, it's, it's just like, oh, it's that's not, good on stage. Not inaccurate, but not just really racist. Yeah, yeah, it's very racist. <laughs> it's like, yeah, don't be out on the dance floor. Stay
2: there. We're yeah. going to clap for okay. you, and it will be fun. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. You know,
0: gotcha. That's just uh, what it was. Yeah. So ul-
2: tangent. <laughs> ultimately, Johnny B. Good was a song that was printed to represent rock music on this record. Uh, which also caused some controversy because Chuck Berry was, we know his checkered past of avoiding taxes, and we didn't know at this point that he had cameras set up in a bathroom looking at women pooping. But yeah, well, that was in the eighties. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but we didn't southern. know that people were like you can't send a tax dodger music into space with aliens here that you don't have to pay taxes. He's dodging taxes. You know, he's not dodging yeah. women's mouths with his Southern wind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, on this record, there was a picture of a naked man and a naked woman. Again, awesome. this caused issues. Uh, this time, they drew, or they, yeah, they drew a woman that was pregnant to be like, "Hey, look, you know, babies come out of the women." And one of the NASA members pointed out that, you know, some people find pregnant women erotic. I don't know if we should have this. <laughs> not me. Not me. No, I swear, guys.
1: Not me. I mean, I'll take that one home if you replace it with a regular one. If you put a big old belly on there like that, I don't know. You is send that pregnant? to space.
0: The, the, oh, th- aliens gonna see that and they're gonna go rock hard. All the women down there
4: are fat. <laughs> I Maybe mean, they're chubby chasers. How you know they're not chubby
2: chasers?
0: Oh well, we can only hope they are. We Just can only hope they are. And chub it.
2: <laughs> pregnant is a beautiful thing. All right. Yeah. um, That's kind of where we could leave off for this section. All right. That works for me. Yeah. Uh, I I had enough terrible jokes in there. Uh, so yeah, we're going to keep g- going, but uh, thank you, Grant, for joining us. I look us. forward
3: to listening to the rest of the episode, even though my uh, sultry voice won't be a part of it, but I'll come back on anytime y'all need me uh, for that James Joyce episode or whoever. I don't care. We're going to start mm-hmm. earlier for your next time. Sorry we started so late Oh man. no, it's all good. It happens. We We've done the same thing. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> Grant, thanks again, dude. Yeah, thanks for yeah, having thanks me on. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, yeah. thanks for You're anytime. Talking animal boners. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it with the best of them. <laughs> awesome. All right. Take it easy. All right. See, see you. Man. Bye.
4: All
2: right. So, the one big thing to come out of the Voyager record was that Sagan had fallen in love with the creative director, Anne. Now, mm-hmm. Anne had a boyfriend, and Carl was still married to Linda. So, things were a bit awkward. Just because uh, there's a goalie doesn't mean he can't score. Well, Carl proposed to Anne that they oh. ought to get married, uh, and that he would divorce Linda, but they had to wait until the Voyager launched because NASA could pull the plug on the record if they found out that the creative director and the lead scientist were having an affair and there's already naked people on the fucking record and it's good. I do I actually
4: like I've seen this in a this is like a movie. This is a drunk history episode. Was it? Yeah
2: is it really this
4: this part of it yeah oh, okay <laughs> this sounds so familiar so uh, was
1: the dolphin fucking thing that's how i knew about that oh, okay. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, it was, right. was new to me i was like damn i had no uh, idea carl sagan was involved but that I John Lilly guy. Sagan i watched involved, a documentary yeah.
0: on him yeah. wow but uh anyway tra- continue travis uh so you have so, scandal
2: yeah so they that's what they did they waited for the pro- probe to launch and then carl was like yo linda uh we're getting a divorce And I'm Uh, getting married. I'm getting married. (laughs) Aren't you happy for me? Yeah. By the way, your record's gay. Uh, Now, this was not a very clean divorce. Uh, Linda would fight him for a lot of things. Follow him around. Um, In fact, she, one of the things, they had like a, a conversation about what like who got what and she was like carl you just need to give me more babies i need more babies i don't care if we get divorced oh really yeah That's hot did she want smart kids i guess so a little that brainy sucks. boys
0: smart kids are terrible now like i would know I was a smart kid yeah <laughs> dude what did your parents think of you when you were <laughs> like six weirdo yeah yeah <laughs> why is this kid watching the history channel <laughs> your dad has gotten drunk several times around me he's just like this fucking kid he'd be at uh, a restaurant with us and he'd order a lobster
1: it was uh, mussels mussels yeah, <laughs> yeah mussels they like give me a kid's seven menu year and old.
4: scoff I'd yeah like, huh. history channel was dope back in the day ain't gonna lie oh man now it's all garbage but you're talking history yeah.
2: channel out of nowhere <laughs> well, well see see Modern Connor Marvels, I, Connor I knew wrong. I knew we, we shared She's something common because I was a seafood boy as a child as well I remember a similar story with my dad he's like uh, the waiter. We had a kids table, and the waiter came over and was like, "Your son wants to order soft shell crab. Can I get it for him?" <laughs> <laughs> I like sushi. Yeah. Hell yeah.
0: Hell
5: yeah.
2: Well, um, you,
0: are, you are still a kid. I was educated. Educated child. Babylon
2: yeah. sushi. So Carl so we- was. Carl was never much of a family man. He had this two boys from the first marriage: Nick, or, uh, Dorian, and Jeremy. They were all but forgotten. Carl was busy doing other things. Uh, Lynn, Lynn actually had trouble getting child support uh, for one of the boys, Jeremy. And uh, Carl proposed that Jeremy was not even his biological son. Damn, that has to hurt.
0: That's, right. that's how it's, you know
2: he's smart. It's yeah, pretty that's scummy, right? look yeah. like my son. Yeah. Doesn't even look like. He swallows perfectly every time.
4: <laughs> goom, Let's go to Maury. Goom, Here, goom.
2: out the bottom of the ship. hand him this soft pretzel. See how yeah. he does. <laughs> I can barely handle these things; they're so chewy. So when he left Linda, he had uh, another son named Nick. And Anne made sure after they were, Anne and Carl were married in 1981, Anne was like, "Dude, like you already fucked up two kids. Like stay in contact with at least this." last boy from your last marriage, so... And kind of forced his hand to kind of do that. That's and, fucked. And now, we're going to move on to our fourth area, celebrity scientist, because this guy just does everything. Of course. Um, fucking Chad. Now, although Sagan officially worked for Cornell University, uh, he was hardly there. You know, it was a kind of a joke from students. They'd use Carl to, like get people to go to their school and then no one ever saw him there's like things about did you touch carl you know right well i mean did
0: carl that, touch you but that happens today too like you know with neil degrasse tyson he's like uh you know the uh was he the uh director at the planetarium Hayden planetarium yeah, Columbia, it's right? just like I'm, I'm sure he's never there he's out doing rounds and shit and at every other science place yeah like it's just a fucking title yeah like well, the, these governments subsidize like education
2: jobs they don't They don't do anything. Well, Neil Neil deGrasse Tyson was very, like, I mean, he looked up to Sagan, and that's what Sagan was doing. He's off doing interviews and actually doing science and, like, doing all these things. Yeah. And uh, so Neil deGrasse Tyson actually met Sagan when he was looking for schools. He came up from, I think he was in the Bronx or or Brooklyn, and uh, he met Sagan, and Sagan, like, gave him a ride to the bus sta- bus station and was like hey yeah you should come to Cornell but you know um he didn't go there. <laughs> I don't know where that guy went. Yeah. I know
0: I, think- <laughs> I know I listened to his podcast a few times and it's fucking terrible. I think he went to
2: Pris- Princeton? I think. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Princeton or Columbia. Yeah. Um I so I went to college yeah. As I mentioned, Carl was already like a news scientist. He was done for all these outlets. He also published books uh, The Dragons of Eden, that came out in 1977, uh, won a Pulitzer. He was also friends with Isaac Asimov, who wrote iRobot and Bicentennial Man. He's a yeah. pr- professor at uh, Harvard.
1: Isaac Asimov was a cool dude.
2: Yeah. Or was
4: he? I don't know. I mean, wrote some sweet books. They didn't oh, even okay. after him in go. The Asimov. Although <laughs> I thought Skin. I thought <laughs> iRobot was a pretty terrible movie. <laughs> iRobot is a good movie. No way. See,
0: th- this is a zoomer versus
4: a-, a boomer moment. I saw that shit <clears throat> in the movie theater in 05.
0: I <laughs> liked when they were like, I'm going to turn this into a manual drive car, and then was he was going to use a steering wheel. <laughs> that was so I tight. That was dope. That was sick. (laughs) He busted the truck. I was like, that's the lamest thing. Yeah. That's so lame. He's like, I got a Lexus that looks like a booger. That
4: thing was dope. (laughs) That thing was a booger. (laughs) So, uh, Carl's third wife. (laughs) Yeah. Carl's. (laughs) How is this dude a bad dude, Travis? I'm still waiting for him to be a bad person.
0: He wasn't a bad person. He wasn't a bad person. Connor said he was a cool dude because of the books he wrote. Um, you said you liked the movie. I said... i am talk about the I, guy that talked to I
4: said, oh, Sagan? Sagan? Yeah, I was saying a bad guy. He already I don't...
1: cheated on his wife with That's someone not... in a relationship. Who doesn't cheat He hates his 16-year-old. He hates his kids. Who doesn't hate hates their kids? kids. <laughs> <just hates> me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: kind of right. Look, I'm, I'm not even saying Sagan's a bad guy. He's yeah.
4: just a nerd. I think. Yeah. I think when I... When I want to beat him up, you know? I do want to, like... See what like weird sexual things he's in. I know he's definitely in. I know the dolphin thing, but it's definitely something else. Yeah, he's in the hand down. jobs. Oh uh, yeah, that I'm sucks. sure he's in
2: like weird tantric shit uh, that like you know they were into in the uh, 70s and 80s and stuff. Yeah. Can you wear
0: these tentacles and yeah.
2: talk to me in a different language? I don't want
0: you use... to throw this fishnet on top of me. I'm going <laughs> to lay inside of you for an hour.
4: <laughs> what man likes hand jobs from another person? I hate hand jobs. Dolphin
0: men. Yeah, dolphin yeah. boys. Got to do it myself. Scientists who like yeah. the, the tactile experience. Oh, so, so, Carl. Like the mouth is for talking, and the other thing is for. <laughs> I want the dolphin children. to nibble on me. And the anus <laughs> is for duty poo poo. <laughs> So in it's that case, chin. I would like to use something with a more um, a multi-purpose tactical feature, such as a hand, to really pull the cum out of my pink.
2: Yeah, you got to pull it out.
1: Like,
0: yeah, you know, jerky. They, they like it because it's practical, it's efficient, it could hit the spots better. Okay. Yeah, I'm not saying you should like it. You're not a science man. I know. That's yeah.
4: why
2: I... you're you're, you're, uh, you're... So special. <laughs> so, I'm a special. So special ed teacher. So Carl's third wife Anne was a media lady, right? She was a creative director. Oh. She was like involved in the media. So he went awesome. from scientist wife, scientist wife, artist wife, media wife. Um, it's lit, yeah. So Carl, she was like Carl, you got to make like a series and like teach everyone about all you know about space. You know so much about space. Thus, Cosmos: A Personal Journey was born in 1980. That's the big one that everyone knows Carl Sagan from, right? I mean, I feel like if he did anything, he like, and I know, I mean, I'm not a scientist, but I know it inspired a lot of kids to get into science. You know, right? And then look at where we are now. Yeah, Uh, making making up fake diseases, shutting down countries. Yeah, for science. Exactly, exactly. Swag diseases. Yeah,
4: we should replace Um, oxygen with swag do uh,
2: Oh,
4: no. <laughs> that was a Zoomer joke that you guys don't get. No, that. I don't get it at all. I just know Island Boys. You might like. know that, Connor. You ever seen those memes? That like we should pl- replace oxygen with swag?
2: No. <laughs> Is that like no cap bussin'?
4: Yeah, it's it's like before that. It was like the, oh, okay. like uh, the dude with the Obey snapback. It's hard. I'm never. You know, what? explaining a meme is retarded. So yeah. Continue, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna let you do it, but yeah, I'm glad well, my God. That's that's like, that looks very a de- boomer yeah. energy. So. Yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna do that yeah. to you. You ever see the
0: meme with the duck on yeah, it? Yeah, it I'm says like, something I'm... up top and the bottom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it says
5: something
4: else. Travis. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you're The derailed here. So,
2: so they hired this BBC director, Adrian <laughs> Malone, who uh, was pretty much the BBC version of Epstein. Uh, you know, right. they like to touch butts and shit. That's great. And him and Carl often butted heads, um, like when Carl forced the entire crew to sit through a series of lectures so they knew the subjects that they were filming. Oh,
0: that's so dumb.
2: Yeah, um, that's
0: so dumb.
1: Yeah, the if he was uh, really good teacher they would have learned while making the program,
2: right? Yes. Yeah, that's true. Hey, le- do it twice; you never forget. So, you know, when you watch uh, Cosmos, it's a lot of, like, Carl Sagan just, like, making weird faces and, like, floating around space in the spaceship. Um, the goal of it, of the Cosmos was to create the same level of uh, effects as Star Wars, which had just come out. And they're oh, like, well, Malone that was, failed. Yeah. Malone. This <laughs> is <laughs> PBS, mind you. So, you know. It was it BBC a or, of, or PBS? PBS. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they hired a guy who worked for the BBC. Oh, okay. But Malone was smart enough to be like, hey, the only way people are going to watch this thing is that if, if it looks like Star Wars. And, I mean, if you look at the original Star Wars, it was pretty close. They were using tennis balls and shit. You can't even find the original Star You mean Star, of Star Trek? Wars. No, Star Wars. Okay. Wait, like you the, can- one, like the uh, a New Hope? Yeah, but see the thing is is like unless if you have a recorded version of the TV, like when it was remastered in the 90s, they did a really good job scrubbing the original Star Wars really? with the effects. Oh, yeah. No, I the VHS tapes, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, like play. the it like literally you can see tennis balls in some of the uh <laughs> space scenes. I could probably I can I can yeah. imagine that. Unless yeah. if you have, like, a recorded-off TV version from the 90s or, like, literally an old VHS, you're not going to find it anywhere. I had
4: the box set. The three-box set. Well, Trill it. That, that was probably from the remaster. Was probably the first remaster. Yeah, it, yeah. All right. Well, interesting to know that.
2: Um, We're not so old after those. all. Yeah. Uh, so so Cos- Cosmos was a cultural milestone. Yeah. Um, not to be confused with the remake they did with the family guy, Seth MacFarlane and uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, which is, I don't know, just kind of sucked. Um, yeah, that was just like the smug fest. Yeah. So that was also, I think, produced by Anne, his third wife. Oh, well, um, she could yeah suck a dead dick. I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> Carl tried to cash out on this series by opening up Cosmos stores, which sold like sciencey things. Uh, oh, like this microscopes, yeah, like this ultimately failed. But I think what was it, the Nature Store? You remember those growing up, like where it was like it sold science kind of things at the mall. I do Brookstone? actually, yeah, yeah, not <laughs> a Brookstone, yeah, close to Brookstone, yeah, that's S-C-M-T-V. the relaxation center, yeah,
4: like that store.
2: Um, so I, I mentioned this part, like push came to so- shove, the science community kind of started to see Carl as more of like a guy that would um. He wouldn't do the science. He just kind of had these stoned man-child ideas. And this really kind of solidified it with the cosmos. They're like, you're not doing anything. And now our final uh, thing to talk about, the stinky old liberal. We're talking about a stinky old liberal. So Carl had become politically active, or he always was politically active, mind you, Um, He had actually met with several presidents. Uh, One president that had the most amount of questions for him was Jimmy Carter, who believed he had seen a UFO. Yeah. Well, you know what? He did. It's
0: not a belief. Dude, he's out there picking peanuts harder than anyone else. He saw some shit. And he was very open about it before he was even elected president. That's true.
1: Guys, Jimmy Carter was the shit. Probably the most trustworthy president we've had. That Whether really or not he was much. a good president, yeah. I won't say or not. Yeah, trustworthy
2: absolutely. Trustworthy, yeah. yeah,
0: he wore it on his face. Talking like about
2: Clinton. a talking about a not trustworthy president in the 1980s, the Reagans had invited Carl to dinner multiple times, and Carl refused on principle. Not um, unless staple. I get a blowjob from Nancy. Mike, gonna- <laughs> the
4: Did he have goes. the Star Wars program, Reagan? Uh, yeah, Carl shit. was
2: very much against the Star Wars. Uh, program. Why? Be- well, because his new mission was nuclear disarmament. Oh, and the way that he saw it was that star Wars would just escalate the problem. Yes, yeah. If you have someone that can disarm the new, nu- you know, blow up the nuke in space, you know, then they're just going to come up with better ways to blow each other up. Or
4: well, they're going to test it out. See if it works.
2: Right. Um, so he thought that the amount of megatons of both the Soviets and the U.S., their arsenals could end civilization and stop us from becoming a type one civilization. We were on route to do that. With the help of oh. some computer scientists, uh, Sagan formed taps with two T's. I don't didn't write down what that was. It's not really important. I'm sure it's something stupid. Um, this using the computer program, they demonstrated uh, scenarios that would cause a nuclear winter. Uh, unfortunately, these calculations were not very accurate at all. And uh, even though, yes, a nuclear war would be catastrophic to the environment, Sagan's results were, like, very conflated. He was like, we're never going to see the sun ever again. And basically what happened, like, during the Persian Gulf when, like, Saddam, like, burned all the oil fields, they're like, that would be kind of the effect of the amount of smoke that would be released from, like, some of these scenarios you were proposing, Carl, and, like, we didn't. Like all of our crops didn't die around the world, <laughs> but Carl's out there smoking weed. Yeah, he's like, I, I'm on TV.
0: Where did they get a trust?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, his uh, his nuclear winter public announcement, the fact that he had snubbed the Reagan's, would bite Carl back in his booty hole. Uh, mainly because Ronald Reagan was a petty whiny bitch. Uh, Because the Cosmos was such a big hit, Anne and Carl were working on another series called Nucleus Nucleus with ABC. And Reagan met with one of the higher-ups at ABC. They had mentioned Carl was working on his next show um, that was going to include stuff about the nuclear winter. And Reagan had the exec kill the show in the cradle. He's like, you probably don't want to put that out. Oh, well, that's why you always
0: respect all of your presidents. Classic Every Ronnie, time. using yeah. his
1: Hollywood connections.
2: Yeah. 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 Uh, remember your principles? Those are there to fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> um, another time. another big moment where right Reagan interfered with something that would have been pretty cool. I guess Carl had changed his mind on sending probes, and he was like, we need to land a man on Mars. So... They had this joint meeting of cooperation between the U S and the Soviets in the late eighties and scientists from both sides of the iron curtain were advocating for a joint mission to Mars, like an actual person landing on Mars Oh man! and things were going really great. And it looked like the U S and Russia were going to send a man mission to Mars. Then Reagan was talking to one of the diplomats and they mentioned that Carl Sagan was the leader of the U S scientists that were pushing this movement. And, Reagan pulled the rug out from a man to mission to Mars. Ooh.
1: <laughs> oh, just another reason to hate Ronald Reagan. Yeah. No,
0: it's another reason to go to dinner with Ronald Reagan. <laughs> just go. Like, like, what's the big deal? He's just inviting you. You can eat whatever you want. It's the White House. Mm. I want to like, see him at the a, You don't have cafe. to agree with me leaving. <laughs> it's like not that bad. It's just a fucking but it's just like, you know what? Fuck you, man. You think you're that fucking cool because you got a show where they have special effects? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> It's the small talk you gotta make. And I'm not I'm not a big Reagan fan myself, but honestly if I was him, I'd do the same shit. Mm. Oh, you're too cool to show up here. No one's going to Mars. Though. No one's going Fuck to Mars. Fuck Mars. Fuck yeah. Mars is fucking lame as shit.
2: <laughs> Ain't shit there anyway. So in the <laughs> early '90s, this is when Sagan started to get really out there. Uh, he got into the idea of testosterone poisoning. Oh, uh, Red Bull. Uh, so this is the, right. the- Yeah, <laughs> this is the theory that men are born born with a poison in them called testosterone, and it was the source of all violence and insanity in the world. <laughs> not wrong yeah yeah that's that is uh you know
0: <laughs> that's where you get that demon out that's what that's that priest talk about that is very in the liberal
4: narrative yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. oddly enough yeah um uh-huh. one <laughs> i was gonna say something crazy i'm gonna say it say it right now <laughs> no i ain't saying it why is it bad does uh continue travis all right it's bad <laughs> you yeah, get that, that oh. testosterone psychosis
2: yeah you know what I mean? No. Uh, Alright, never mind So, Carl <laughs> It's it's funny uh, One last kind of point about Carl And his uh, late in life Is that even though he had tried to cash out On the Cosmos store, store As he got older He started to become very anti-capitalism and his son Dorian actually mentioned how stupid it was watching Anne and Carl discuss like the positives of Marxism while jet setting from like five star hotel to five star hotel. Um, but yeah, anyway, it's scientists people they live yeah. in their head. Right. They're fucking
0: retarded. Well, anyway, like I'm sure he, I, I'm sure he had no idea how to use a hammer.
1: Yeah, he didn't know probably how to cook his own food. Yeah. yeah he
0: like, didn't want to get dressed. You, you like he <laughs> he was brilliant into his 30s and then like just rode this wave of like celebrity science shit. He's yeah. useless. Like we'd be fine without him.
2: Well, I think it was a little yeah, I think it was a little later. I think until the 70s he was like legitimately doing science and then he just kind of decided Still, to no. become a political ag- advocate, you know. Lame. Um, so So the science. So him keeping in mind now he's like a Marxist boy and socialism uh, Apple Apple was working on the Power Macintosh uh, 7100 in 1994, which I think was one of the first computers I really, like, remember. My dad got one of them. Um, so they codenamed the computer Carl Sagan. You know, this was an internal code. They weren't going to, like, release it as the Carl Sagan. You know, they named shit bullshit stuff. Right? Like the Dolphin was Nintendo 64 or something because uh, they love penis. Uh, Carl, uh, found out that his name was, was being used by Apple and issued a cease and desist. Um, <laughs> oh
1: my God, what a nerd. Yeah. It's not even a public thing.
2: No. Apple complied and then changed the name of the code name of the power Mac to butthead astronomer or BHA. <laughs> 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 That's funny, yeah. actually. Awesome. For that, for that, Sagan sent them to court for libel.
4: (laughs) What a piece of shit! Oh Oh my god! Yeah, Sagan lost. They're talking about him still.
2: Yeah, Sagan lost in court and then turned around and sued them for using his name originally. So he lost for the butthead astronomer, and then he sued them for uh, calling it Carl Sagan and then lost again.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because there's no there's no legal damage done at all. That's not a published name. That's a code name. Yeah, you could use like code names are everything goes
2: right. Yeah, It
0: doesn't matter. It's all inside institution. Yeah. It doesn't matter.
2: Yeah. All right, so let's wrap. Great. Let's wrap this all up. Sagan uh, had always had medical issues. I mentioned the throat thing. He had some surgery where, like, they literally had to like open his chest up while he was awake for like a week or something. Like, he literally had his rib cage like opened up. So uh, blade 2 yeah <laughs> uh, he also had he a high he was doing the VFX spray. yeah he had high high tolerance to anesthesia so he would often like wake up in the middle of surgery oh <laughs> so many <laughs> surgeries yeah, yeah.
4: Oh my fucking god! Um, Look, I
0: know you're coming in here a lot for surgeries, but there's really nothing we could do to your penis or making you more
1: attractive anymore. Uh, we've done everything. We've maxed it out. Yeah.
0: I want you to revert it inward. <laughs> you're just gonna have to be charming and more understanding and like less uh, terrible to women. Yeah. Ooh. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, I will drum?
2: use my own hand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sagan was in uh, was diagnosed with my Doll, syndrome which is basically cancer that chills out in your bone marrow um, wow, this was terrible yeah and that was in 1995 uh, he went to a specialist uh, in Seattle for the last two years of his life. His sister gave him three bone marrow transplants, Ooh. but in the end, it was not enough, and on December 20th, 1996, Carl died, uh, and he returned back to the star stuff that he used to talk about or whatever the hell. It... <laughs> what was. his in last words? End. I should have had more sisters. Yeah, more sisters. <laughs> I still fucking hate that dolphin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, flipper. Uh, I can't
1: believe my grandfather was named Lieb. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, and that's Carl Sagan, and uh, yeah, we mentioned uh, Contact. I actually watched it this week, but uh, he didn't live to see. If you watch to the end, it says like for Carl, and that's because uh, he didn't live to to see that movie be created. Um, and oh, I Cont- and uh, and <laughs> Francis Ford Coppola sued the Sagan estate for releasing Contact Contact post mortem. Uh, because apparently he had a conversation with Carl back in the day about he was like working on some project. He was like, "You st- published my idea, you know?" Blah 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 blah. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, fuck you. I watched friend, Contact
1: Gordon. on a plane. Fantastic plane movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I have no idea if it's a good movie or not. Great plane movie. Did though. you fall asleep? Mm. No, it was just uh, like it was entertaining enough. It made the flight go faster.
0: It's hard to zone in when you're on a. A uh, plane. sometimes. Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: You need something to grab your attention. Yeah, I, I mean, um, uh, what is it? Jody Foster. Yeah,
2: it's it's Jody Foster and Matthew McConaughey. Robert. Matt, Z-
1: Matthew McConaughey is playing a priest. Yeah, Robert. Z- Z- so it's like got hot priest and they got hot Jody Foster. It's a great combo. Ro- Robert. Robert
2: Zemeckis coming off of Forrest Gump, so it's basically just like Forrest Gump oh. about nerds. Yeah, you know.
4: Nice. No cap. Great that shit about uh dolphins in the house and that lady jerking them off. is probably like. Hot. One of the craziest things I've heard in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Top ten. Moments like, it was real life. too. I think that's amazing that that was real. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Trav. Thanks for bringing this in. Uh,
0: I'm sorry, Grant had to leave so early. Everyone, um, <sighs> that's just what life does. But uh, Trav, the, yeah, it was interesting. The, the look inside Sagan,
2: yeah, head.
0: I, in this episode has been very interesting.
2: I think uh, it was interesting digging into him because I mean, I think he did a lot of. Interesting things in his life in terms of like, I mean, I, I like Cosmos. I, I basically use Cosmos as, you know, people watch like Bob Ross painting things. Yeah. Like, I'll put on yeah. the fucking Cosmos and then go to sleep. <laughs> it has that quality to yeah. it,
0: but. He's got a good voice. Yeah. He, he does, but there is a smugness about it that yeah can't be escaped. And, yeah. and Neil deGrasse Tyson definitely upped the smugness. Oh, oh, oh yeah. God. So bad. Like, I remember that one segment where he's talking about, you're not actually touching. <laughs> when you uh, make contact with a person, he
1: always feels like he's putting you down. Yeah,
0: yeah. he is, and he's also a schmuck. Yeah, a lot of ways. Like wine. I remember my my favorite example of him being a schmuck was uh, I think there was the last every time there's an eclipse, he tweets about it, and it's just like eclipse hap- happens all the time. Yeah, no reason <laughs> to get that worked up. <laughs> there's um there's that other phenomena in like. New York City, where the sun sets between a couple buildings, and everyone goes walks oh, yeah, up traffic I mean, yeah, yeah, and yeah, shit yeah, like yeah, yeah. that. And to me, it's like the sun sets every day. You fucking idiot! Like, <laughs> right? You you're shitting on people being psyched about the sun being blocked out by the moon, or vice versa, whatever the fuck is happening yeah, yeah. there. And you're just causing all this traffic for something that happens every day in New York like, who City. Gives a shit? What yeah. is wrong with you? Like, I
2: don't know.
4: Nah. He's, uh, he's a guy. So, so a dude, being a dude—that Sagan, yeah, I feel a lot smarter.
2: Yeah, I hope you do, dude. I mean, he definitely was on a lot of painkillers, so I think you guys could relate. Two, of you can really uh, hit it off there. I want to fuck his dead body. <laughs> awesome. Oh, well, with that, uh, yeah. speaking of dead
0: bodies, you could uh, treat yourself <laughs> to a dead body. Patreon.com/slash/roastmormcast. I don't know what that means. Nah. Give us money till you're dead. It, what I'm saying. We're
1: not selling Mike's the Gilgo victims on there anymore.
0: No, no, we've uh taken that off. That was a brief we were go We were going
4: to do geocaching with
0: uh, <laughs> the body Mike's parts. Dead body cache. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
4: If anyone out there wants to buy me uh Counter-Strike skins, I'm always <laughs> going to buy uh, take them. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All, All right. right. <laughs> good good to know. Please, yeah, buy me some. A skeleton knife vanilla. Uh,
2: yeah, and definitely check out Grant's show, uh, Thought Cops. They have some yeah, really yeah. cool Give interviews. Give them a listen. And, yeah. Yeah, make that happen.
0: Travis, you, uh. Oh, yeah, we have a merch store. Yeah, I, th-
2: I think. I have yet
1: to get any fucking merch. Well,
2: you got to buy I it. Any-
4: I never got a
1: hat. You gotta- You're not getting any- a hat. Get a fucking hat yet. You got to buy it. Yeah. Did you get any shit yet, Connor? No, my head's too big. <laughs> yeah, we can't get him, Matt. Like no actually, they de- got a specially designed one? Actually, my friend uh Richie gave me a snapback extender. Okay. Really? I think oh. It works like a charm. Really? Yeah. Big boy. Big boy's on. I can get one of those actually. It's really good. It's just on. like a little thing. It just has half is like the outies, half is the innies. You just oh. plug it back in and
2: perfect. I, I actually I actually need to get that too cuz I'm always on the uh the last absolute yeah, last yeah. one. Yeah. My yeah. draw ones all fucked yeah, up. Yeah, no. So <laughs> it makes
1: it it the, the hole really opens up. Nice. <laughs> Big ol' hole but it in the back.
5: looks good.
0: Hell yeah. All right, awesome. So get one of those if you
1: got <laughs> Yeah, go to Amazon. Try to buy that fucking yeah.
0: violent talking hat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's it, I guess. Uh, thanks again, Grant.
1: Thanks,
4: Grant. Thank, Thank you, Shane.
1: Bye. Give us Thank money, please. I'm yeah, thanks fucking for listening. Poor.
4: <laughs> <laughs> poor.